It's a daily talk show, episode 397. And we got a special guest in the studio, Julian Haig. G'day, guys. How's it going? Julian, you're an actor. Yep. Uh, are you more comfortable being someone else or being yourself? Right now, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can slip into character. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Probably just start talking an American accent to feel better. <laughs> My palms are sweating. I feel yeah. like on the plane ride back over here, I was watching... Um, Free Solo, yeah, oh, a documentary, oh yeah, and I feel like that right now. The whole, the whole time, my palms were sweating, yeah, and I kept looking at my palms. Jesus, like my palms are just. Same like, thing I was love happening it. with me watching one. Like it was a similar one on Netflix that was Valley Uprising, yeah, rock yeah. climbing. Oh yeah. yeah, I just feel so pathetic sitting <laughs> eating M and M. Like I'm like, why the M and M's melting so quickly? Well, and it's yeah. just my stress I've got levels. food dial over my hands. <laughs> There's no chance of dying in this studio, Julian. Yeah. Um, okay, well, perfect. yeah, true. That's... Well, welcome home. I haven't seen you in a couple of years. Yeah, it's been a few, I think. So, how long were you in Canada for? Um, all up about three years, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Shit. I came back uh, for six weeks over sort of like that Christmas, recent Christmas mm. break. And uh, I didn't know what was happening if I was going to go back to Canada. And yeah. then, yeah, they, yeah, the Riverdale asked me back. And so you went back. Went back um, over there. I'll, I'll let backstory Julian and I met through mutual friend Tommy Davidson's um, cafe, mm-hmm. Patch. Yep. Uh, you were working there many years ago, yeah. and um, I used to come in and eat free food. And <laughs> But then you asked me to film, and I, I, yeah. I knew you were a model. I didn't know you were delving into acting. Right. And you said, oh, mate, can you film a scene for my show? Was it your show reel? Yeah, yeah. So am I responsible for getting you the role in Riverdale? You, Is that the show reel? It all comes back to you, mate. <laughs> what? You went? <laughs> it's the only yeah. reason Tommy totally well, brought you here. We can, <laughs> we can totally let you believe that. <laughs> well, the reason I brought you here is because uh, the showstopper – <laughs> which is the uh, the waffles at Patch. I used to order them Uber Eats. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. asked uh, Tommy to get into Tommy D's ear about finding out what the recipe was yeah, for the waffles. Right. And, mate, the prick wouldn't give it to me. Tapioca flour. Fuck, we've got Can you believe that? Is that really tapioca? I'm pretty sure that was it. Well, he actually was Basically, so... everything was just tapioca flour. <laughs> I believe the <laughs> Even sale the smashed of... avo was really? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's because it was a. Um, is it still it's a paleo? Paleo. I don't know. I haven't been there in a few years. Yeah. Is it still paleo. It's still there. Um, it's just the changed hands there. multiple times. I don't know if they still do. Have they the, started serving grain? <laughs> well, <laughs> you 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 wouldn't want to if you bought it as a paleo. They cafe. have a heavy bread. You wouldn't want to, but it sounds like <laughs> yeah. some things have changed. Now, the waffles are very fattening. Very now. grainy. <laughs> no, but Tommy would never seriously never give me the recipe on that. He's like, can't, mate. <laughs> yes. I can't yeah. believe it. I don't. I, I haven't asked him in a couple of years, but we should. But I'm glad we've got it. Tapioca flour. Yeah, it felt all. like the the sale of, water. Yeah, <laughs> of patch was based on the intellectual property of those waffles, and yeah. so that's probably why it was uh, such a big deal. Julian, they were good waffles. When you went over to Canada, so you you went yeah. with the show reel. I mean, the one scene I gave you <laughs> is probably probably shit poorly edited. Okay, so yeah, a bit more backstory was I was working at Patch, yeah. and I went to 16th Street. Actor studio, mm. so that's why I sort of moved to Melbourne was to like study acting, mm. and then yeah, we met, and I was like, oh, you're doing a bunch of video stuff. We got mm. chatting about all of that, and then at the time, I was like, you know, I just finished acting school, and I was like, okay, I need to shoot a scene or mm. um, get a show reel together, and I was like, oh, maybe Tommy can film mm. film it, and we just put this scene together. In hindsight, I mean, everything you do is kind of worth 
doing of course for the learning experience it's a nice way of saying I, it was horribly filmed <laughs> it was filmed better than it was acted no i liked it you know the, the funny are you thing, sure that it was a scene from um bloodline uh, bloodline no, with yeah, ben mendelson coming back so me. funny amy and i because when you're filming oh, yeah amy was there too so, yeah yeah my, so my wife was there and and we started running the scene to each other after the day because there's this one line where it's like, um, oh yeah, you know, it's a, they're, they're brothers, and he's like, mm. soon you'll know, then you'll see, or something like that. But yeah, I can't yeah. remember if it, I think it was you. I think doing it was my that. mate Kizro. Yeah, saying this doing line, but we those just lines. we yeah. kept saying to him for, for six months after that. It gets <laughs> stuck in your head, scene. doesn't it? Like working on short films or whatever. That like, do, do you even do you even find that with dialogue? Like, it get there's certain words that will get super sticky. For instance, like uh, uh, Tommy in a video um, oh, no. on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, at, on our um, YouTube channel. Actually, like, you're right. He says a laptop and an O-bike and now you can't, if anyone yeah. says a laptop within our office, we all finish the sentence. <laughs> Where's the O-bike? Yeah. 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 Did, did it get sticky for you or not? I no? think some bits have gotten sticky, but I guess at the moment, just because it's been a few months, mm-hmm. there's nothing still there. But mm. I think at the time, yeah, it's when you you hear something over and over, I don't know, in, in some different ways and you're like, you keep thinking about it mm-hmm. or like, Stuff other people have said to you, you yeah. keep thinking about it and just keeps playing in your head. What's well, a weird- I mean, the weirdest thing is I have like, I have dreams where it's like in Riverdale. Like that's probably the weirdest. Oh, like in, the la- in, the, in the scene, the, the yeah, place that yeah. is Riverdale. but Sort of like, yeah, the characters are kind of there. Yeah. It's just like, it's not the actors, it's the characters and stuff. Yeah, that's bizarre. So you went over it's to- weird, But I guess because you're putting yourself in that mind frame of that to- world a lot, it kind of makes sense that- you might have a dream. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. It. Well, it's yeah. repetition, right? You're trying to read this stuff, digest it, think about it, just really sort of burn it into your your brain, so yeah. that you can just pull on it, and so you're not having to say it like. Yeah, it's a weird trick. You're, but you, you're trying to get it in. You're trying to get it in your body. That's what I mean. That's the 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 kind of. Where, the where, 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 where <laughs> and how do you get it in there? Um, just shelve guys, the, not the script. To, are we allowed to talk about shelving? Okay, yeah, it's, uh, like, <laughs> it's the actor's secret uh, dialogue. The script. whole script. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just comes out naturally. Don't so need to push. What is, what is the actual strategy of of remembering? So you oh mentioned being in the body. What is that actually? Do you ever do the memory it's, games? Well, it's it because you're saying like you got to burn it in your brain, and I think that the. Why well, t- say you remember? My my thinking is remember it like if you guys can, it can help me how to nature. do this. If, oh, this would I mean, be great. I, I couldn't. I can't remember shit. To be I honest, could be loose. I would, if they would be like, look, this, by the end, we want you to say like you don't agree with what the person's saying. I can improvise, but the yeah. idea of like I can be oh, like, I yeah, can't. nah, <laughs> well, like verbatim, like having oh, scripts yeah. that you need to hit every line. If I had to remember a specific yeah. word, that's where they would. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think the thing that helped me a lot was. Um, this teacher, Linda Darlow in Canada, she helped me with this a bit because this was kind of my, still is a mm. bit like I have nightmares, back to dreaming. <laughs> I have I have nightmares where like I haven't learned my script yeah, and then I've got to go perform it or I'm in a play or something and I'm just like. Yeah. I, it's like it's the actor's nightmare. I think it's the same filmmakers yeah. is like not buttoning yeah. on, forgetting the camera, the cars, you wipe the car, like all that. Yeah. Shit. yeah Even before coming today I was like, what if I forget how to talk? Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
what if I forget how to process the thought? And I'm struggling right now. I like, mean, I'm surprised it's coming out. Job's a job. Not saying cleaning's a bad job, but do you think cleaners are having nightmares about cleaning like putrid toilets? Or I mean, I think have you, you had a cleaner on the show? No, we not haven't. yet. It's maybe, a, tomorrow. Maybe you, you might have to get one in to test it. Yeah, I feel Can like we there call are, one? there's definitely horror. That would definitely be something we'd do, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could imagine there's horror stories of a cleaner, like yeah, leaving, okay. setting off an alarm or Fuck, something. Yeah, or, yeah. Just fucking shit up. Bleaching you know, carpet or something. You need oh. to find an act who was a cleaner yeah, yeah. and be like, so what's the difference yeah. in, in dreams <laughs> yeah. and, really? and nightmares? Did you, have you spent any time in LA? Yeah, I just, I just got back from LA. Yeah. I did a month there, just uh, crashing with a mate. So um, did you go to Canada, easier to get the, uh, the old visa, visa. Or, or do you just wanted to go there? It's a long story. Not allowed Short. in the USA, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> Short story, I just moved there for acting yeah. and yeah, getting a visa is easy. But like I knew because my sister had done a bunch of series mm. shooting up there already. And so I already knew like it was a busy place to be mm. for acting. Whereas I think a lot of people, they hear that there's opportunity up there, but they don't really have a, it's not like it definitely is for them. Mm. Whereas I knew it was. So I knew it'd be a good move to like just base myself up there for a bit. Yeah. But then the longer story is like I was in a relationship with a girl who oh, booked, that's right. booked a show. <laughs> I remember I remember her. Oh, yeah? I oh, met, you met her. her. Yeah. 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 Uh, we don't like her. We don't like her. Uh, <laughs> no, you never you say that. You have to say. <laughs> 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 you you got to work out no, what no, side no, you're like, on. If you're listening, uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, we're still mates. We're still, okay, we're still mates. But we like her. But does um, Tommy like her? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of my mates tended to not like her at well, the time. It's yeah, a, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, risk, the risk is when people break up, sometimes you might then get back together or you guys are cool. Oh, but then and then you're someone's been with paying you out and your yeah. friends are like, oh, yeah. she was such <laughs> a I told bitch. you from the start. And yeah, then, yeah. And then like, yeah, and then like you get back together and your mates are just like, oh, yeah, no, she's, she's I guess she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, but I mean, yeah, it, it, I moved there kind of with her. She was from the States. Mm. She'd booked a show up there. And uh, so I moved up there thinking like, okay, I'm going to get myself an agent, get into it every, and everything. Um, and then we were going to basically be living together. And we broke up after about a month. Oh, that sucks. And uh, yeah, yeah. But there was a point, I remember sitting in a car opposite her um, and just thinking like, oh, like, yeah, this is going terribly. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I'm meant to be here. Yeah. So it didn't feel, like at times it felt pretty overwhelming. Like, you know, big moves can feel pretty yeah. overwhelming, but it didn't feel like I was in the wrong place. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, it seems like it's the most stressful thing you can do in any relationship is like moving house, let alone moving from one place to another. It's yeah, a good way to of the like... the side of the planet. Yeah, yeah, to like test a relationship. It tests yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, what's what's Vancouver like? Because I've heard it's this beautiful oasis with yeah. like lots of heroin. Oh, that, really? Yeah, has it got like a big drug issue? I mean, there? no, the heroin there is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with the heroin. No, it's good stuff. No, um, there's like a pocket... In, in Gastown where it's like mm. a real problem. There's like, yeah, a lot of overdoses in the one little area. So it's not necessarily mm. the whole of Vancouver has a problem. Yeah. Um, it just seems like when you're downtown and in Gastown in that area that it's a serious problem. Mm -hmm. It's we, just, yeah. We've it's, got a fellow Canadian. I mean, you're yeah. not a Canadian, but you're the closest thing to being a Canadian over Josh and yeah, I. I've never been there. Oh, yeah. been there. I've been there, yeah. Um, I haven't been to Vancouver, though. You're from, you're uh, from Toronto. Toronto. 3D deals oh, from Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even hear the accent before. Really? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm not – actually, I don't think I'm as tuned into it anymore. Like, I, I you know, you just hear 
an American accent or an Australian accent yeah. now and you don't think like, oh, like different. You just like, it's all, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. Shitloads of Aussies though in Vancouver. Heaps. Yeah. So do they stick, does the accent stick out? So you, you're walking around, you're hearing, there's an Aussie, there's it, an Aussie. Yeah, it does. But like I'm saying, like I think after about three years, I'm used to, used to Aussies being there mm. and I've got so many mates who are Aussie and Canadian. So it's kind of like you just, you're used to the blend now. Mm. But I remember at first, or like even with traveling in general at first, you're kind of like, oh, I can hear an Aussie across the restaurant yeah, yeah, or the yeah. bar. Yeah. You know, I can hear the twang from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. You just know. Yeah. So being on a show that's on Netflix, mm. what is the impact that it actually has on like your personal life or like social media? Is it just like people end up start following you and uh, what's the what's the process? Yeah, it's, it's been interesting because my role hasn't been like a massive lead on the show, but... You had your top off, so it helped. Yeah, that that, that, that helps the sexual <laughs> followers, right? With the de- de- yeah, the demographic. Yeah. Um, but no, it's um, it's been I don't know, it's been an interesting kind of ride for sure. I mean, even just like internally, mm. I think it's it's something that you grapple with and um, struggle with, and I think a lot of people wouldn't realize the tough what what is tough about that, mm. and like a lot of you know agents, managers, and stuff talk about um, exposure and how good that is. Mm. And then it's funny how like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like a lot of it, and you guys are dealing with exposure too, but like. Oh, we can't walk down the street. No yeah. More. yeah. 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 Ordering a coffee is hell. Yeah. We just don't want it. You like it in here too yeah. much? I don't do it. You don't actually leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a weird feeling uh, when you feel exposed. Yeah. You know, it can well, be you, kind of confronting. You look at, I mean, their business model is for you to have maximum exposure to get you in front of more people to land yourself more work to get their money right yeah, so like that's for, their for, incentive for managers and agents yeah they're thinking like yeah they talk in like momentum and yeah yeah uh, exposure and heat and you're like Did you say heat heat what do they mean by heat heat means like um if you're hot it means a lot of people are talking about you yeah. want you do we have heat do you think i think you guys are you guys I feel pretty hot you're, you're on heat. Looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. are you feeling flushed yeah i do i'm constantly flushed maybe i'm going through menopause i'm yeah. feeling flushed right now so maybe i'm hotter than my manager says do you think it's um something that you thought you wanted but then when it's when you have a little bit of it it's like it feels different mm, i think I think I've been getting, like, I think it took me a long time. I started acting a bit later. I started acting at like 25. Mm. Um, whereas I think a lot of people get into it thinking, oh, yeah, I want to be famous or I want that. Mm. And it, it's a lot harder when you don't have really good reasons why. Mm. You know, yeah, you yeah. need to, like, for, for anything you do in life, you got to have some solid reasons why. I think yeah. it just won't happen. It'll fall away. Or then when you get that thing that, that the, the reason why wasn't very, I don't know, uh, truthful mm. or like deeper. Mm. It kind of just like you end up in a pretty, I don't know, weird headspace mm. maybe. Well, you've got a few options, right? I think the the one about fame can serve you on your journey across time it, upon reflection, right? So you can go, I want to be famous. I want to be a presenter. I remember thinking something around that. Yeah. But then I worked out that to be a presenter required holding up a camera, filming shit, and then I'm like, fuck, I love making videos. Mm. Mm. I love, fall in love. So it's like, you know, you might want to be famous, but then you discover the thing that you want. So in some senses it can be. The thing is if you pop 
in that time, right? If, if you, you pop in the, hot. if you're hot, if you heat, you're on heat in the mm. time that you go, I want to be famous. And then you go do one audition mm. and you fucking become famous. Yeah. Imagine the downhill, like just the narcissism yeah. that you grow. Your ego would be out of the world. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel sorry for people that hit it big as a kid because then that's so much of your identity is mm. that. And then pe- everyone sees you as that. And it is, it is tricky. I think a lot of people like those guys really struggle with it. Whereas, you know, getting into it a bit later on and, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like a bit more grounded in it. And if anything, you know, I find, I find like I got to put myself out there almost more like the way I do my Instagram and my Instagram stories and stuff. Mm. I feel like my ego actually chills out a bit when I do, um, put that stuff out there. Cause yeah. I feel like personally my ego is saying like, don't <laughs> yeah. like, don't, don't put yourself out there. Like, what are people going to think of this? Like, mm. this is rubbish. This is silly. And then you do it and then your ego kind of dissipates and it mm. doesn't really have a leg to stand on because you've just done it. And, you know, and a lot of the time the feedback is positive and it's like, oh, that was really funny. Yeah. And well, because you're an actor as well. So th- when people are watching you, they're not watching you. They're watching a character on screen. Mm-hmm. And so probably social media, the difference between you being a presenter and you're doing the acting. Yeah, it's more a you if yeah. you're a presenter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the funny another funny thing with with Riverdale and and that character is like he's a bad guy, yeah, yeah. and he's he's an asshole, and yeah, yeah. Um, it's very I in line in line with me. very, <laughs> very <laughs> much, <laughs> yeah, very much who I am as a person, just a complete dick, and uh, and yeah, I think at first um, I was worried that people would, and it's probably anytime you play like a character like that, mm. you're worried that people are going to think um, you're an asshole. Like, yeah. Mm. And then it's funny that I think that that's your ego saying like, be humble, be nice, be, be good, be mm. seen to be good. Mm. But, um, but then, yeah, same thing. Then you go and play this asshole on TV and then you're fine. And then, um, generally the feedback has been, you know, oh yeah, he's, he's such a, he is an asshole. Like we, like anyone- we hate that guy, yeah. but we kind of, we like watching him. And yeah, that's yeah, sort of what yeah, I was. Yeah. Like what I was aiming for was like, okay, I want to be this guy enjoying doing bad things. I don't want to be the the evil guy that's like, you know, like screw you. Like, uh. yeah, yeah. I want to be the guy that's like, screw you, you know, like kind of having fun. Like I don't mm-hmm. think bad guys are really sitting there being like, I'm such a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone thinks like Just that. Just to be cool about it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Like the ultimate example is Heath Ledger, I think um in uh, a dark in dark night mm. where he he's just like playing this guy who's batshit crazy mm. and doing some really awful things yeah and then he's enjoying it and it's felt real yeah and i yeah. think it was one of the first times people were like whoa like this guy mm. and that's why i think people kind of held that up as such an amazing thing but you know and crazy like he he's just like when, when he did the joke he's just like i'm not crazy and it was just that simple and it was like, whoa, this guy's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Be- being at home, is there a bit of pressure? Do you feel people asking the same questions? Do you feel like? Over and over. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What are they asking? Yeah. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the five questions? What's, the paleo uh, recipe yeah. for yeah. the, the show <laughs> stuff. How many <laughs> times? Oh, yeah. yeah. You Ta- should just put it on your Instagram so bio. I've just been saying like recipe. Tap- <laughs> how, how is, how's Riverdale going? <laughs> Tapioca flour, <laughs> cup of water. No, what? Um, yeah, it is kind of the same thing over and over and it does get a bit kind of uh, 
I don't know, like it kind of adds to a bit of stress in a way because there's a lot of uncertainty. So like, I don't know what's coming up in the next few months, whereas Mm -hmm. most people with their regular day Mm -hmm. jobs know they're locked in for something for the foreseeable future Mm. and what that is financially and everything. Whereas I'm still like really beginning in a way, like this is my first reoccurring role on a show. Mm. Um, And so like, there's just so many question marks up ahead. So that when people are like, oh, how long are you in Melbourne for? That's that's kind of the mm-hmm. first yeah, yeah. question, and I just say, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a funny thing. I don't know. Maybe I, I need to have a better answer so mm. I feel more well, at peace. I'll just be like six months. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah just and I mean, say something. That's all they want, I guess. I mean, what are, it's here? true. I mean, they're it asking. Is, it is they're, arbitrary, right? Like, all they're asking you still on the show. Like, is that a nice way of saying? Are you still on Riverdale, or is it still like why? I are think you back? it's just chit chat. I think chit-chat? it's just yeah. like the first it's a bit of banter. It, yeah, it's a, a banter? low low level banter. <laughs> but I mean, what are what are some of the good <laughs> questions? How long are you back for? You? <laughs> <laughs> what what are good questions? Do you think if you were to design mm. a conversation that you would like to have, what would you like people to ask? Oh, jeez. Not that question. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that, that was too hard. That, I, mean, that's, <laughs> I can't think of anything. That's yeah. a hard question well, but though. The thing is, but it's not. A, the, the thing is that for a lot of people. Tommy, I appreciate the, but the best the people who are in, But the people who are in Melbourne, mm. it's the only reference point. The reference point they have is like, oh, yeah. you're where I am now. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. And so they're doing it because it's. I don't know because I I think it's a common having travelled and all that sort of thing. It's no, a common I, one that uh, is always the. I think also it's kind of that question wouldn't be so tough to answer if I felt better about mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. So I think, and it's just part of the journey mm. as an actor is like you have to be kind of comfortable in the uncertainty. Mm. You know, you it's when you kind of like get into that head fuck. Can I say? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. The head fuck <laughs> of um, just like yeah, that uncertainty, and then. It's like what that uncertainty produces is like more uncertain yeah. and more uncertain. I think uh, if my mum and dad, I mean, sure, they probably have at times, asked over the time that I'd created my own business about work, like mm-hmm. have you got any jobs? Yeah. Like it would start being that feeling of like yeah. I've got to live in that world. Yeah. And you get better at living in that world mm-hmm. of uncertainty yeah. and the unknown. I mean, <clears throat> your sister, she was totally. on Lim- Limitless. Yep. I-, I love that show. And that just finished. They didn't fund it moving they forward. They just did one season. Yeah. It was bullshit. That was great. It was, yeah, like, it was a great show. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened. But I mean, that's uncertainty. You're, you're on yeah. a show where she was a main well, character. Here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. It just doesn't end because like she's a lot further along in her career than I am. Mm. And she, you know, should be feeling more certain, mm. but just, you know, when she's out of work, yeah. fun employed, um, <laughs> She goes through similar stuff, so mm. similar feelings of like, oh, am I ever going to work again? Am I, you know, am I going to? And it's just, mm. it's just fear. And mm. it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's fear and saying you want to grasp onto safety of like something. What's tangible. the answer though of someone that you think would be in certainty? Like what is that answer? I've got a six-year contract with a network. Is that, mm-hmm. is that? And that's the thing too is like a lot of those people are unhappy because they're like, yeah. oh, I'm too locked in. Yeah. I think there's something about active personalities that mm. float towards the uncertainty as well. Mm. So it's a mixture. You need both. Mm. You know, so like I think how long in Melbourne? <laughs> uh, seven months. Seven months. Seven months. That's a, it's a solid answer. No, honestly, I think if, 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 if you I'm going to be, say, if I'm gonna be mean, more honest, then I don't know, which is true. Um, I what I think is like if I if I do go back on the show this season, 
it'll be at like a few episodes into the mm-hmm. season, like three or four or five when they, you know, run out of characters mm-hmm. and I get a go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think part, part of it is that asking that question, someone asking that question because it's playing into uncertainty, it is revealing personal information that you don't really need to give as well. Like, so anyone can ask. So how should long- I just say get stuff? No, no. Well, I guess but it's an <laughs> interesting question. How long you going for? No, but, get stuff, mate. No, well, personal no, question. Because- <laughs> I'm taking a personal question on this one. Uh, next. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like, I think there are, there are times where it's like uh, you having to explain your, the future of your work and waiting on the fact of X, Y, and Z, and I'm waiting for this deal and that deal. It's actually like, mm. It if you framed personal, it like yeah. that, if you framed, if that was the question, then you wouldn't like, you wouldn't hear people asking it because it seems personal, but it's Trojan horsing it in some ways because mm. it's like, okay, what are you doing? It's sort of like asking, what are you doing next? Yeah, totally. Mm. And it's kind of like with parents, like, cause you've got a baby now, right? Mm. Or two. One. one exactly so <laughs> <laughs> so it's like people saying like oh so when's the next one yeah yeah and mm-hmm. i think women feel like fuck i just popped one out yeah, like yeah. give me a break yeah, like yeah. why do i have to think about that right now i mm. just had birth like, but probably next year about seven months Seven months is a good, like that could be a number that we could use going forward. That if anyone asks you anything. Seven months. And you don't want to give an answer. You just right. say seven months. Seven is the You're number right. that because everyone you... thinks of. When you, when you know, when they say, think yeah, of a yeah. number, seven. Between one. one and ten. Yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What sort of that? So that's why you did it, Josh. Yeah. I, mean, I, what's, I did think of that. I think I did say seven So what, what's a daily ritual like for you? Like what are you, what are you consistently doing uh, um, most days at the moment? Uh, generally I like to meditate mm-hmm. every morning. Wake are you using up. an app or how are you doing Sometimes, it? Mm-hmm. Um, generally I just do 20 minutes, um, eyes shut, focus on my breath. And then sometimes I'll do it eyes open. And I, I found like sometimes doing eyes open helps me kind of ground where I am. Mm-hmm. So with a lot of travel, I think it's helpful. Like I was in LA just for four weeks and then I'd come straight from Vancouver and you know, you wake up and you kind of like, where am I? Like, mm. oh, hang on. So, okay. So this is my reality today. But if you, if you spend time kind of meditating eyes open, I think you're kind of absorbing your mm. environment. Well, you can look at Instagram at the same time as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, meditate. I meditate a lot. Like, eyes open Instagram. <laughs> I did six hours of meditation yesterday. Yeah. Imagine if we actually all did that instead of. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be cool if Instagram what, medita- could change? No, meditation, I'm saying. Yeah, Not that's what I'm saying. But, could, but wouldn't it be great if Instagram, if there was a version of Instagram yeah. where that to hel- scroll. That was helpful. To scroll, exactly. The the, scrolling was, was the present healthy. type of thing. Like yeah. just now, like count your scrolls. One, two. I'm as sure a way to probably, yeah. or, I actually saw an advertisement for a meditation app and it, it was on Instagram and it said, Breathe in, one, two, and it counted to six. Yeah. Breathe out, count it down from six. I'm like, oh. Oh, it's like a video showing cut. that. Yeah. I think it's like, like holy shit, Instagram, Instagram is yeah. soothing me. <laughs> <laughs> How is this possible? Oh, wow. Doing I a, love you more now. <laughs> doing, I did an eye-open meditation just before using an app, and I'd never thought it was a thing, eye-open meditation. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. You put a pillow on your face. Though, yeah, because you? I didn't want to, <laughs> it was, the light was beaming down, so I just Did wanted to defeat some, the purpose? No, 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 it was just, it was, oh, okay. it was like a hat. You could still. It was like that, and so I could still see, mm. right. But I had this moment what where is. I, where you were walking around. Me. Yeah. Josh was walking around and Did the other guys were. Did you realize he was meditating? 
Uh, well, I was like, uh, he's uh, he's having a meltdown or he's meditating. <laughs> he was just laying down on the couch. I think he's having a mental yeah. breakdown. <laughs> but I was like, 50, 50. I, I remember thinking for a moment, I wonder what you're thinking about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then I had it, a snowball of right. thought yeah. that then went into how I used to feel about what people thought of me. Mm-hmm. And I th- and I think I've done a lot of work, I think, over the years from when I was a young teenager and, and thinking about what other people thought of me. And it was a big thing. I wanted people to think great things of me. Yeah. Do they like you yet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> care enough. anymore is what I'm up, saying. Yeah. But I was like, that is, we're in a business where mm-hmm. we need to kind of care what people think of us because we want people to like us. Mm-hmm. We all want to be liked. Yeah. Well, it's a feed back you gotta get like you know actual constructive feedback mm. and then i think over time you realize like oh the more i just actually enjoy myself mm, mm, mm. more people enjoy listening and watching yeah what you do but and i think if you're in lo- in alignment with yourself mm. and you feel good about that and 100%. so then then you can sort of outwardly project that and then people feel good about that mm. and so whether they like that or not you you can all you are in control of is how you feel about you, right? So you if, if you're feeling else. bad, self worth. That's mm, your self worth. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess the the because I've noticed when I'll be feeling bad, and then I'm being it, like I'm annoying myself, and then I'm like, oh geez, imagine like mm. what the reaction or like the response is for everyone else. <laughs> how how much of that you should just go? Because I, I reckon I'm at I can see I'm conscious enough. To see, yeah, but I'm not oh, yet yeah. conscious you, oh, enough to dude, actually like. On. I'll yeah, I'll be happy to You're like. like oh I, shit, I'm being a twat yeah, today. Exactly, and I can't it's really almost, control that. Yeah, yeah. And you, like it was even today, Bree said, "Can you um, uh, like we, be we, better?" Yeah, it was a bit <laughs> of that, but it was also to do with the car and calling the mechanic because the steering wheel is has slightly moved since I got the tire fixed the other day. Anyway, wheel Bree's alignment. Like, yeah, Bree says we need to do a wheel alignment. <laughs> And then she said to me, she asked me two days ago, can you call the mechanic and do it? So like your one job. And then this morning I hadn't done it. And then she, this Not morning, she, yeah, she said, um, Oh, that reminds you- me I've got to fix a handle for mum. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going. But I, she did say, she said, can you just do it for tomorrow? Can you call now and get it booked in for tomorrow? And then rather than just being like, yeah, or like I said, you know what? I actually don't think we need the wheel alignment. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just so... Uh, I'm standing my ground yeah. on this one. Yeah. Which she ended... I just I got a calendar invite before she booked it in for 1 p.m. on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. but, what, 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 but I did end up texting and being like, hey, I'm not feeling great. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was all good. Yeah. I oh, think- it, takes, it takes a lot to mm-hmm. admit like, oh. Okay, I reacted then. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. We're, you're constant. You always react as a human. I think it's a human trait having these emotional responses. So, yeah. But it, the work is how quick can you come back from it? Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. That definitely how, how is what meditation can help with. Can you set your ego aside and also yeah. have your voice and go like, actually, no, you know what? You were out of line too. I oh, know mm. he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing out of line was, was the wheels. Like, to be honest, <laughs> what I find have you? I mean, uh, that was yeah. when um, I, I appreciate it. Funny, Josh. I had a scenario. Like Thank this you. In the car on the ride up. That, well, yeah. Wheel alignment issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the car was wonky all the way. No, with my sister. Yeah. Because I yeah we got in the car. And it was me, her, and her, her brother-in-law, and uh, and I I had to call someone back, and it was someone I hadn't spoken to in months. So I called her back, and then we would. We were chatting for a bit and then um, my sister was like, can you, can you make this call another time? Yeah. 
And I was like, excuse me? And like, <laughs> like I felt like it was super rude. And I was, I was like, and it's your siblings. Your siblings, yeah, you, react, yeah, yeah. you react more to your siblings. It's more like heat once yeah. again with, yeah. with like those closer relationships. Oh, of course. So I was just like, okay. And then, <laughs> and so then I was just like, okay, I, I think I need to call you back, mate. Uh, I'll call you back later. And then, was he on loudspeaker? You holding it like it was? <laughs> no, I had no. <laughs> yeah. It's the Carl Stephan no, Havoc vibe. Yeah, it's a, I had it's a, the I had the headphones in. So then, like, we were kind of blowing up at each other mm -hmm. for a bit, and then she was she was telling me why I was being rude. I was telling her why she was being rude, and like, you know, in her defense, like, I I I wasn't trying to have like a really long winded personal phone call yeah. and like just take over the car space for that whole time. But I just wanted to chat to my mate who I hadn't had a chance to. Yeah, yeah. So there's no like real right or wrong, but then she it's was- hard. And then you'd both defending. And then I think what's great about maybe, I think a lot of acting classes and um, that sort of stuff kind of, you, you get so used to vulnerability and putting your ego aside. So mm. you, you, get, you kind of um, get the ability to, I don't know, yeah, put your ego aside and just go like, hang on. Okay, like I'm set off here you know, what can I, how can I listen to this person as well? And mm. then, you know, and I think, and yeah, being vulnerable, we, you get emotional. Like mm. I got really mm. emotional and then I was just like, at some point I was like, oh, look, I'm, I'm sorry. But I was also like, you didn't need to be rude yeah. too. So. <laughs> because part of it is you. And then she said, sorry as well. Yeah. So, so it, was all, it was all good. Yeah. Well, we process things quickly. My yeah. family. <laughs> I mean, because part of it too, I reckon is you're being empathetic to your friend who you were speaking to on the phone. So you were thought that you were doing the opposite of being rude, which is like being present. Calling in someone that, back. Calling someone back and yeah. being in that moment. And that's what's always hard is when then I, someone I else. Your, I need you on the car ride back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then then someone saying, hey, you're being rude. Yeah. yeah. It can like blow you away because it's like, well, no, I'm like, I'm doing the absolute opposite. Isn't it right crazy now. how such little things yeah. can kind of blow you away and mm -hmm. like your, your ego or your defenses kind mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. fire right up. And it's such a small thing but mm -hmm. really you're possibly setting off stuff that goes way back uh, yeah. in your you know relationship with that person yeah. like you know with a sibling like you so are, how do you deal been, with you've families been, you've been arguing i've been arguing with her since i was born well we're trying to work this out at the moment because i had a, a on saturday went to a breakfast with my family and it was just like the only nice thing they said well they didn't even say nice thing about the podcast the only thing they had to do was they'll drilling me on the numbers and how many people we have listening and watching and all that sort of uh, thing. Yeah. And I asked one of my siblings, oh, do you want to come on the show? And you're like, listen, three's a crowd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he said no. And so I was like, okay, these are all these negative experiences compounding. Yeah. When, like, when do you say, okay, we're all, we're family and we just deal with it and all that sort of thing yeah, versus when do you just say, you know what, like, the negativity that every single time mm. I'm in this and I'm having these conversations, it's actually not worth it. I think what's worth it is having the conversation, which is harder, which is mm. having that vulnerable conversation and going like, Hey guys, maybe mm. it's sort of easier one-on-one -on -one sometimes, but like, Hey guys, like I'm just feeling not supported <laughs> in this area. And I think that's the thing that people mm. won't do is they won't say that because it makes them feel sad or afraid mm. to, to, to own that, mm -hmm. um, that we actually need each other's love and support. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, actually come to a place where someone go like, oh, wow, oh, I didn't realize you were feeling this way, mm. you know? And at the same time, I think the more you start to own what you do, yeah. like before I started acting, I think 
you hear the negativity you, mm -hmm. and you hear how hard it is. And a lot of people, before you commit to that career, mm. a lot of people will tell you how hard it is. And then as soon as you commit to it, people will still tell you how hard it is, but you stop caring, yeah. what, you know, and you just go like, well, people are doing it. Yeah, I think the, then you also... People are making a living from yeah, <laughs> yeah. everything this, you can but do. But having to... Just that tone and having to have that conversation. I do, but it's the hard thing. If we look at what, what we need to do in mm -hmm. life, it's usually the hard thing will get the results. Yeah. The hard conversation, not hard work necessarily, but, yeah, that emotionally the vulnerable taxing, thing. vulnerable yeah. thing. Or the upstream. I guess like yeah. any time going. It's a, but the other thing too is I think the only thing that would give me more anxiety than my family being mean is the idea of my family being nice to me as well. Like the idea of mum being, being like, supportive. Oh, yeah, yeah, just being like, oh, geez, I'm so proud. It's like, shut but maybe up, mum. <laughs> You're making me feel really yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. My ears are ringing. I don't know why. Yeah. That sometimes happens when I get stressed. Oh, yeah. Does can't, that ever happen to you? Can't relate. No. No, I'm joking. It's, no, it's no, fine. No, did, no. You, did your ears ever? It could be partly my tinnitus oh, or tinnitus. It depends. Tinnia. Oh, that's oh, tinnitus. This is such an interesting conversation. But I think it depends because... Sometimes I think a parent can kind of be like um, using what you do to identify, like help them identify mm -hmm. as a person. And I think that can be kind of uncomfortable for yeah. me because yeah. I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, you know, that doesn't make us who we are. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when it's just like genuinely I'm really proud of you, I think that's great. Mm -hmm. But then when it's like, oh, one of two things, if it's like for their gratification or if it's for like for my gratification or validation, I think that's, I don't know, that's where you start to get into like codependent yeah. kind of land rather than like it's great uh -huh. to kind of depend on your family in a healthy way. Well, you got to remember also just because there are parents, we view them in life as the people that told us how to be. Mm -hmm. You know, they brought us into this world and so they're, you hold them up whether you like it or not. I think just from a – I look at how totally. my son looks at me, it's like – I'm his fucking hero. Yeah. I'm the boss. You are God to him. Oh, mate, I can I can lift him with one. Like, you know, and so I think we yeah. feel like, and I, you know, there's things from when Even we're growing Even Mr. 97 up, looks at you like that too. You <laughs> know, that's why I love him. That's why I love him so much. But we, we grow up like that and it's hard to sort of shake those patterns. And then you realise we're adults, they're mm. adults, they're flawed, we're flawed, we're all fucked up. Yeah, 100%. It's, Every, um, everyone's just kind of winging it. Oh yeah. I thought about this yesterday. I saw my, my neighbor who's probably 11 or 12 just riding his bike to school. And I just thought like, he's just riding his bike to school completely in the moment. Just mm. like not really a care in the world, mm. but as adults, we're kind of like, we're kind of driving our car to work thinking like, like, am I doing the right thing? Is, is my wheel is, alignment right? Yeah, <laughs> like, how am I going to confront my wife on this topic? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's I don't complex. know. There's, there's kind of like a trust that kids have with, um, yeah, like the kind of just going to school and, and all that stuff. It's like everything's kind of taken care like some a lot of things are taken care mm. of so they can kind of just go on the journey. Mm. So I think then then growing up, there's a part of you that just needs to be like, hang on, that's no, okay. Like we're taking care of mm. everything, just trust. Mm. I mean, trust is, once again, like for actors especially, it's like essential. It, mm -hmm. It's what it, I found in acting school. It kept coming back to that. Like I, I would take notes and then I'd be like, um, you know, like you just get to a certain point and at the end of it all, you're just like, oh, I just need to trust myself. Try, oh, yeah, again, trust, trust your comes. abilities. It's like I, I was thinking, have you had those moments? I'm sure you have, we probably all have, when you're in a conversation with somebody and you just f feel this hyper-focus back on yourself where you're thinking oh. about your fucking face, 
thinking about it all. And it's... You're, ex- it, you're explaining my experience right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it's you know, it's but seriously. It's, that's heat. That's but what it's my manager's when, trying to get me to do. I know, <laughs> I know when it happens and mm. it's when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm focusing on self more mm. versus opening up because I've had a few yeah. moments where that's I've had self, that. That's the difference between, I think, self-consciousness and self-awareness. I think mm. people get really confused with that. Mm. And I got really confused with that and bogged down in that. Like, I think maybe, and maybe it's part of the process, mm. but like in acting school, I remember working at Patch and when I first started there, I'd be flying around making jokes with everybody. And then one of my first weeks in acting school, out we had, um, we had Kerry Armstrong as our scene study teacher. And she said to me, Julian, stop trying to get everything right. And I was like, holy shit. I'm trying to get everything right all the time. And then I was working at Patch and I caught myself and I was just being, I was so self-conscious because I was just like, any, I was carrying a coffee around. I was putting it down like, oh my God, I'm just trying to get this right. <laughs> this is so bizarre. Everything I'm doing, this interaction is just, yeah. I think yeah. I've, and then I learned something that helps me with acting is like, okay, let's try and get this take wrong. Mm. And then interesting stuff would happen. I think I'll just relax. I'm like, oh good. I can just, mm. I don't. Was the pressure not there to get it right? So you, do you think the, the... You take it away. You start doing everything spontaneously mm. and different mm. instead of like the planned way. Mm. And I don't think it's really our fault. I think we've been conditioned. Think about school. Yeah. Like everything you do in school is tested and it's bad to get things wrong. Yeah. It's good to yeah, get yeah, things yeah. right. Yeah, you're totally right. Austin Cleon, the book, um, what's his latest one that I was reading? Actually, I can't, yeah, keep, keep, going. keep going. Keep, keep going. going, Mr. 97. No, that's not the title of the book. He's just encouraging us. I appreciate <laughs> keep, it. Keep, keep thinking of titles. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> one of the practices for <laughs> artists, photographers, painters, you know, actors is to, uh, oh, it's just a passage in there. I don't think he came up with it, but it was about doing something wrong, that similar, or, or right. doing a bad painting so like right actively mm. make bad art yeah so well, this you it, know it frees when, you up yeah yeah, yeah I, I remember my mom was my mom's a painter and she was doing an exhibition she was getting she was pumping out so many paintings and she got to a point where it was like you know three weeks out to the exhibition and she was just feeling really stuck mm. and i said well have, try this and get a smaller canvas and just paint something that feels wrong you know like put in like brown when you think you shouldn't be using brown and mm. you know i don't know how to really paint i'm assuming a lot <laughs> yeah, of brown yeah. a lot of brown <laughs> not not good <laughs> yeah. unless like, it's like a desert scene or something yeah like unless that. it's I don't, yeah or bark trees yeah. but um <laughs> but then yeah the end result like it's one of my favorite pieces of her work and yeah. it didn't go in the exhibition she get she just gave it to <laughs> yeah, me yeah, <laughs> but it's my favorite like one of my favorites of hers it's yeah. just so abstract and weird and it i think it just speaks there's a depth to it. It's mm. really interesting. Mm. But then, you know, she kind of felt like freer. Mm. There's something yeah. called the McDonald's effect. And it's if you uh, if you're trying to like work as yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah eat a shitload and get fat as fuck. <laughs> no, no this and is, then you'll stop caring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll let go. Um, <laughs> of your belt. <laughs> of your core. Yeah, just fully losing your calling. Our first fart sound effect that on the, good, in the it? new studio. Who did that? That was, <laughs> that was that's that's oh, oh, nice. I thought someone uh, pressed yeah, the button. Exactly. <laughs> we will get there. We will get to that point. No, but the um uh, the idea of the McDonald's effect is uh, if people are trying to work out what to have for dinner, if you're in a group scenario, it's always fucked. No one can decide. Yeah. And so what you do is you say, how about McDonald's? Ah. And by throwing out a bad idea, 
it inspires good ideas. Mate, right. what happened at your household? Chip off the yeah, old block. Fucking, they, you're an ideas boy, Josh. <laughs> go, go get my car keys. <laughs> I'll have a fillet of fish. <laughs> fillet of fish. Never really did the fillet of fish. My wife loves them. I was all about really? fillet of fish growing up. Were you? Yeah. Weird little creative kid. Yeah. Yeah, what's the deal? Oh, wasn't that weird? Yeah, I remember I worked at McDonald's. I was feeling myself as like this little artsy kid. I was, yeah, a little yeah. with a little fillet fish. I really fish. was. Fillet fish. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, just pointing Filet. Me. I believe it's filet. Uh, do, do you eat uh, much junk food? Look at him. <laughs> um, since I've been home, it's been awesome having some home-cooked meals. Yeah. With my... With from mum and my sister. But, um, yeah, I think living in North America, you can't avoid it. <clears throat> you just can't. Like I was living opposite an In-N-Out burger. Oh, God. And I had it twice. Yeah. And where was that? What, oh, I thought what, it was, gross, was to be it? honest. But um, where was it? Yeah. Studio City. Oh, okay. You, do you know the specific no, one? No, no, no. <laughs> I, my favourite In-N-Out is the one next to LAX. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, it's go, such I a fucking get a burger we did episode 300 200 200 yeah 200 geez yeah and we had uh yeah the planes going because you can see like it's my two favorite things burgers and planes and they come real close it's good fun anyway but you hate in and out it was your thing no i didn't yeah i didn't really like it i thought it was a bit gross Mm. i mean that's a good position i I feel like chips would yeah. Cooked badly. Really? No, it's just because Weird it's quite a potato. Chips. Yeah, they're different. They're just chips. like they just fucking. It's like you imagine that they've just got a potato and they just fucking sort of slice it up like it's real rough. They don't take off the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you see the brown like? bits on the end. Yeah. I've always just told like. So that's another thing with my laziness. Isn't that how chips should be like cut up potatoes? Yeah, but just but then uh, it's mashed potato. Not, with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of like being re congealed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, Pringle, so what, like Pringles are just like mushed into a tennis can. and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you not like Pringles? <laughs> no, that's I fine. don't have anything against Pringles. I love Pringles. You yeah. know, they're delicious. I'm furious that they're now like so much smaller. Like they're like that. When we were young, they were big. What? Yeah, how do you get your hand in there? Oh, mate, struggle with oh, this size. In, wait, you think the actual... No, the can's the, the small. Can's My hand small. can hardly fit in. Look at those mitts. You can't <laughs> get that in a Pringle can. Yeah. <laughs> this, if anything, they need to make them wider. Yeah, it's, but, it's literally that. No. It's, it's, we yeah. should get some Pringles. That's why I always... Can we just get just, some um, Can we get some Pringles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, he is thinks that, he's on set. Is this how this works? Yeah, what it, was the catering like on nah, Riverdale? Nah. <laughs> Seriously. It's probably less like you're like, hey, can we get some Pringles? More like, oh, can we get some Pringles? Really? Um, <laughs> a little bit. Um, Did you have, like, what was your... Uh, what, I wouldn't say that. Did no, you what have was it like? Did you have a trailer? Yeah. And What was the question? The food. What's the food like? The food's great. Yeah. Um, generally, most mornings I'd rock up and, uh, you know. You look I like don't a muesli like, guy. I You're a muesli guy. I am actually. Yeah. But, they don't do, but they don't do muesli in North America. Yeah. What do they, they do? do like, granola. This is, granola. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And it's, you it's can't just avoid. too sweet. <laughs> Unless it's from Patch, it's just too sweet. <laughs> Unless it's got that fucking canola flour or the fuck those waffles are made out of. Tapioca flour. Tapioca flour. <laughs> no, I discovered. Um, no, granola's, what's it called? Granola's What's rubbish. the one that I have? Oats. I, I started. Por- no, porridge. Porridge. Yeah. Porridge. You like porridge? No, yeah, I started having it the other day. But oh, 3D Dill's mum sent over some maple syrup and I've been oh. just drizzling that it's, stuff on you, there. You're you it's hard to having, hold back on maple syrup. He's having wet granola then. <laughs> yeah. It's no, because set, I put it in the microwave. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying you're having... Granola is just dried fucking... 
oats and nuts. Granola. With, with um, honey and maple syrup yeah, or sure. some kind of but sugar. Like it sounds fairly healthy. I'm pretty sure in the States it's just like high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a cake of it and then just a couple of nuts uh, yeah. thrown in with it. <laughs> and so you're, you're eating a bit of muesli. And so can no, you- No, like most mornings I would get, I would get to set and then order a, um, a breakfast burrito. That was oh, my yeah. kind of yeah. meal of choice to start the day. Mm. Yeah. Black the, beans. North America, you can get a lot more black beans than you can get here. Always a, disappointed. A with ton them. of Mexican food. Yeah, yeah basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so when, so. Um, but no, the catering, the catering's great. And they also have crafty, crafty craft services. What's yeah. craft? Like, the nickname's crafty. Yeah. Have you guys ever been on a film no, TV not set? Not a big fucking, yeah. not like. I a, mean, we're on IMDb, but I am. Yeah, the daily talk shows. Aren't, will this nice. specific guest appearance will appear as himself on your IMDb? Oh, great. Yeah. So yeah. you might want to get your people. That's all actually over that. why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, uh, very quickly before we get to the crafty stuff. Uh, is it on your IMDb? It says that uh, you won a gold medal oh, uh, in the university games as yep. a lawn bowl. Correct. Player. You know what's funny too is like I'm gonna a mate of mine, Glenn, who was in the team. Mm. He he put that on there <laughs> on the IMDb. <laughs> he edited my IMDb. Well, because Josh said it was on your IMDb, mm. and I was thinking, why the fuck? Is, why would that be on your it's IMDb? It's an inside job, definitely. At that point, <laughs> it was. It, yeah. It, yeah, by the grass cutters. Um, <laughs> that was our team name. The grass cutters. The ECU yes. grass cutters. Yeah. Uh, no, we played. Yeah, I got into lawn bowls mm. at uni. Does that mean you just can't play casual? You know, a lot of people are doing casual lawn bowls. Right, bare, nowadays, barefoot bowls. Be, yeah, barefoot well, he does bowls. it, but he so, takes it really seriously. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, well, it started off as barefoot bowls and we mm. started a club at ECU in Perth. Yeah. And then we started throwing like parties and then we started, we had it, um, well, before I got involved, they had a team go to uni games mm. and they, I think they, they won the bronze medal. And then the next year I joined the team and then we, <laughs> and then we, yeah, we started throwing like end of semester parties. Yeah. And cause you know, like, yeah. So Aussie unis don't really do like frats or anything, but like we kind of had this big club going. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then we started t getting right into the bowls. So the bowls club that we that we played at and that we did um, barefoot bowls at, they asked us to play like penance. So I started playing Saturday penance for bowls for the SAA against, in, per in Perth. Against seven-year-olds? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You must be the loving it though. Like you think about it. Well, imagine. I, I got pretty good at it. Yeah. Like, yeah you won got, a gold, mate. Fuck. Well, then, and then, yeah, then we won like um, the gold medal two years in a row at the Uni Games, which mm. is like, it's funny because Uni Games is just a piss up. Like you just get like blackout every night. <laughs> but we still took the bowling pretty seriously yeah, and yeah. we wanted to win. Yeah. And then um, what's funny is then me and my mate Cam played in the club championship pairs for that club mm. and we won. So if you go back to that club in Perth, you'll see yeah. like Cam Adams, Julian Haig, club championship pairs, whatever year it was. Yeah. And then for the first two years that you're a lawn bowler at a club playing penance, you're considered a novice. Mm. And so then they have the club champion novice championships yep. club yep. championships and then um yeah i uh my mate cam he came runner up in the state for that and then the next year i i couldn't do it that year for some reason but then the next year i won the club championship yes whatever it was novice and then you go yeah you go into the western australian state novice championships yes. and i won that somehow <laughs> for singles and i won 400 bucks and then it was so funny because I had I had blokes from like other clubs coming up and being like, yeah, so have you 
have you thought about playing anywhere else or <laughs> trying to poach me? <laughs> I'm like, mate, I'm moving back to Melbourne. I might like, I've been playing tennis and then got into bowls. I think I might go give footy a crack. <laughs> is it, but is it, lawn bowls an international game? I know it's at the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, yeah they've got in Canada, England. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because netball is one of those ones that's like, Americans will look at netball and be like, ah, what is this? Mm-mm. That's my American accent. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, thank you. What is this? Uh, yeah. I can do Ryan Seacrest as well. That's no, you can't. Oh, yeah. He can't. He can't. <laughs> It's Ryan Seacrest here. It's not. <laughs> the worst. Was that good or no? It's can we it's, can we get a I mean, comparison a, video made between Josh yeah, yeah, and Ryan Seacrest? Yeah. It's, it's, it's Ryan Seacrest here. It's because I do it too fast. It's Ryan Seacrest here. It's too it's too annoying. It's nasally because that's no no no. He's not that kiss. weasley. He's cool. That, I, I think you don't sound cool. I think maybe yeah. Dial it up. Dial mm-hmm. it up a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just take it a pistol. Uh, crafty. You were talking about the craft. Oh, yeah, crafty. No, it's just craft services. So it's basically there's like a separate truck and it's... Um, Different to unit. Wait, so there's unit, which... That's wait. in Melbourne. Oh, like Australia. The, you're saying the unit trucks. Well, yeah. So oh, unit is, is like food. Can you tell us like unit? the different... Is that maybe... Maybe they call it crafts. Are they called craft services? In the, okay, go on. Basically, basically, there's usually a tent set up with just food that'll be there all day and mm-hmm. there's people taking care of that because like you do forget how many people are working mm. there yeah. long hours mm. in Australia. We call it unit whole day unit. Yeah. Where there's just food sitting there. Yeah. There's food sitting oh. there, which is weird because second units out filming and then you've got right. fucking unit. That's just fucking like you can get some chippies, you know? <laughs> it's a bit, oh, okay. It's so that's what's yeah. Here. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Didn't even know. Uh, so, so how so many people are on a sh- safe, you know, you'd rock up for a day shoot. Well, how many people are there for an episode or are uh, they doing multiple uh, episodes? I mean, do you mean you mean crew? Yeah, crew. Like for the just, whole operation. It, de- it completely depends because yeah, it depends on the scene. Because if you've got if you're including extras as well, like we did this scene and it was um, like a casino night at this you know her her speakeasy Veronica's speakeasy, and um, there was something like sixty extras mm. on set, which is like you you wouldn't think they'd need that many people, but mm-hmm. yeah, they they get them on hand and dress them up and and so then. Sounds annoying. I've seen Ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. his show. Well, yeah, they, they all seemed annoying. <laughs> I love that show. Is there show. any similarity between? Oh, it's bang on. Yeah. yeah I, that, I've done a bit of extra work before and I just remember the conversation. The funniest I? thing to me is that extras sit around getting annoyed at sitting around. I'm like, what did you <laughs> think you were getting into? A, what did you think you were getting into? And B, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. actually doing a fairly easy job. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. have to do anything. It's because they want to be the person at the front, don't maybe, they? Can maybe, you do, I don't know, maybe. Like, but, when, you, when you're an actor, if you, like, when you get, a, like, your biggest, your biggest role, can you then, do you still feel like you can go down and do the extra work and all that sort of thing? Or is there a sense of, like, I'm not touching anything below what I'm working on now? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, I mean... I think the thing with, I don't think I'd do extra work po- mostly because like if I was to do, I mean, for a few reasons, but like if I was to be an extra on a show, then I couldn't act on that show yeah, sure. later on yeah. if they've seen my face. Yeah, mm. um, It makes so much sense. It's literally like we wouldn't be digital content producers for another company mm. or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, um, I don't know, when it comes to taking roles, I kind of think, it's a bit like that. Like I think some agents, they call it burning their actor where it's like if they, if just say an actor books a role that's like one line mm-hmm. and I've done plenty of those, but like if they book that, then they can't do the bigger thing. Like 
within yeah. that show you mean exactly yeah, in, sure. that, in that show mm-hmm. so i think sometimes that might be a decision that people make is like oh we don't want to burn him on that mm-hmm. um but a temperature but, but, related sort of yeah. your heart you can't get burning stuff, yeah, yeah. Don't want to be cold. Yeah, but the funny thing yeah. is you would assume that burning is... Which in Canada happens <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah. Is Vancouver really cold as well? Yeah, in winter. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's Canada. <laughs> right now it's warm. It's summer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sound patronising. <laughs> no, it's really not. Vancouver right now is mm. middle of Do summer. They, does Vancouver have the really extreme... Because nice. Toronto, where 3D Dill is from, mm. it gets really... Muggy. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it gets real muggy in the summertime. Mm. It's kind humid. Of yeah, yeah. Real humid. New York yeah. is like that too, right? Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. They're pretty New similar temperature-wise. Yeah. Mm. Never been to New York, but I'm just assuming. I went to New York when it, they had like 10 days straight of like 110. Oh, imagine you in and jeans was, and a oh, jumper. I was, it was disgusting. <laughs> I was Definitely just like... in jeans and a jumper still, yeah, weren't you? Just, it was very humid. Yeah. Mm. And it was just like the Airbnb I had had no light. And so I'd wake up at like 10 in the... You want to wake up early when you're traveling, but I was up at like 10 in the morning and then just going out. It was, yeah, oh. Anyway, not, um, not ideal. Julian, what's, uh, what, yes. what, what do you sort of... What's next for you? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> That's the second question after how long are you here for? How, how long what's are you next for? for? <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. Um, no, you don't. You don't what, actually. You don't actually have don't, to answer that. But what's the? What's no, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy to answer that. I didn't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. No, well, no. So if we're so. Uh, well, I can tell what, you what, what you're waiting for. Are. Yeah. So there's mm. things that you're waiting for. It's a bit of like a choose your own adventure. Mm. But how much I is wish you had? Yeah. Well, you don't really have much choice. I didn't say you choose the adventure. <laughs> yeah, someone else is <laughs> choosing my adventure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think being clear on what you want, that sort of main thing, and then that can help numb that pain of uncomfortable and sort of unknown, right? Because yeah, if like, I don't know come... where I want to get to and so that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, that whole visualization thing is, it's a funny, it's a funny one, but it, it sort of has happened the whole way so far is like even at a point where, to the point where I was, I was overseas doing other stuff and then I kind of was just like, okay, I want to go to acting school. Mm. And then I saw, okay, I'm going to support myself working in a cafe mm going to an acting school and that's going to be my life, you know, doing that. Mm. And then at a certain point it was, you know, okay, now I see myself with an agent auditioning for stuff. At a certain point, like I wasn't, you know, you're doing self-tapes, you're going out for auditions Mm. and that was just an idea. And and it's weird how then it happens. Mm. And then, you know, and then I kind of, even when I was here, part of the reason I didn't really want to stay in Australia and in the industry here was because I, I kind of felt like I wasn't going to get much of a, a crack mm. that I'll just be seen as kind of like, okay, he's like, you know, he's like, he's done modeling and this is, you know, he thinks he can act kind of thing. Whereas like, I just felt like if I go over there, mm. I'm a better shot at, at getting seen for roles. Um, and that they're not like, it's funny thing, but like being mm. good looking mm. won't hold me back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Which I, well, do I, you think that as a, a model, few, as a model who's because you're a model first and then got into acting is that how it sort of came about like were you doing yeah. sort of photography specific stuff yeah i mean I, I, yeah I've done, I've done i started modeling like about 21 and i'm i'm really glad that i did it because it kind of pushed me outside my comfort zone to a certain point like there was a time when i just was scared to get in front of a camera mm-hmm. and even just you know you just kind of okay what do i do with this and then you you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone with more movement more expression but then it gets to a point where you're like oh what about speaking what about my yeah, voice yeah. and then 
and even telling a story. And like, I grew up in a pretty creative family. Dad, dad's a script writer and back in the day, director and producer. And I think we were around that stuff a lot without mm. even, even knowing it. I, and you know, how we've connected a lot is going to the movies and just talking about movies and, and, yeah. and stories and projects and stuff. So I think at a certain point I was like, well, well I want to, I do like the dream is that, but I'm just too scared to admit it Mm-mm. basically. Um, but it was the next thing to kind of like push myself out. So my comfort zone was acting, speaking in, in some way. Yeah. Mm. Dreams can be scary. Yeah. Well, I think they're the scariest <laughs> thing. I think like, um, Honestly, people talk a lot about the fear of failure and that's what's holding them back. But honestly, I think we fail a lot and I think we're used to it. And even when you're at a certain level of acting, you're going out for a lot of auditions and Mm. stuff and you get used to not getting the job. Like most of the time you're not going to get the job. Mm. But I think where a lot of actors kind of shoot themselves. Well, what, what my experience was is I found myself like getting in my head when I was doing well in an audition, I'd be like, oh, this is going really great. And then all of a sudden, hang on, what's my line? Like I, I yeah. would kind of mm. lose it at that point. And I think it's actually like a fear of success. And then coming back to ego, I think it's we're protecting ourselves from really taking the next step. Because mm. the whole way along, it's just been terrifying. So how do you, <laughs> stop, the, how do you stop the monologue then of the, oh, this is, I'm feeling the momentum. This is great. Like how do you stop that within an audition? Um. I don't exactly know, but I, I remember I did this workshop in Vancouver that really helped with all that sort of stuff. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, some, some personal shifts and, and realizing that I think a big one, I mean, without getting, it's a longer story without getting too in depth about it. It's a podcast. We can do long stories. That's one thing that we can do (laughs) long stories. Okay. Well, I think for me personally, it was, um, I think, yeah probably a bit of an out scared to outshine people thought process. Mm. So like, Oh shit, if I actually book this big show, then what, then people are going to really think I'm an asshole Mm -hmm. because anytime, especially with the whole, um, tall poppy syndrome Mm. thing in this country, I think we grow up in a, in a, and a lot of the rhetoric growing up is like, Oh, he loves himself or like he's such a try hard. And then as you get older, you're like, it's, oh, so I need to love myself and I need to try hard. And this is stuff that I was kind of taught to not do. Yeah. Which is kind of a funny thing because I think a lot of Aussie actors going into the States um, in a way have something different that Amer- Americans don't have. And it's like a humility and a work ethic. Mm, mm, mm. But, um, but yeah, it kind of gets, uh, what, what was what, I like that though because tall poppy syndrome, people who are, you know, uh, doing that to other people, bringing people down, pointing out their successes and saying, yeah. maybe there is that fear of success for themselves. I think that plays a part with a lot of us. I think a lot of it is um, jealousy and, you know, when you're, if you're a person who's got this, you know, there's a dream in the background, but you've just decided like, no, nah, like Mm-mm. I'm going to do what I was told to do and whatever safe. this safe thing is. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think if then there's a little bit of maybe self-resentment or resentment towards whoever told you, to live that way or whatever it is. Mm. And then when you see someone who's big going after their dreams, pretty quickly you're projecting that onto them Mm. and going Mm. like, well, you're an idiot Um, and finding a way to cut them down. And I think there's been so many moments where I I think I've just gotten over that in bits. But um, one of the main things I remember was um, 
my the director of the acting school, Kim Crajus, we had a meeting one time halfway through halfway through the the acting course, and she said to me, um, I was sitting there, I was sitting opposite her, like kind of like, you know, really kind of hunched forward and and kind of small, making myself small, and she like I felt kind of not intimidated by her, but just like I really, you know, you she's like kind of the head of the school, and you feel mm. nervous, even though she was like the sweetest person ever, and um and she was just. She's like, oh, how's the year going? And I'll be like, oh, you know, like this and this. And she'd be like, okay. And she just stops you straight away because she can s- just read you that yeah, quickly. Yeah. She'd be like, what's stopping you from being big? And she was like, sit back in your chair, make yourself big. You know, put your shoulders back. Take, oh, physically, take, physically big. She was Yeah, all, all of it. All of it. Um, take up as much space as you can. And I said. Fucking hell, yeah. Just yeah. put up on the Go table. For it. And then she was like, how does that make you feel? And I said, I'm, I feel, you know uncomfortable I feel scared <laughs> and then she was like well what stops you what stops you from being big and the first thing that came to my mind was well when I'm big people cut me down which I think growing up a lot of Aussies have had that experience but for me growing up I I think I've kind of copped that quite a lot mm. and then um and she was like well what about when you do you get like when you're being small or when you when you're not being big do you still get cut down and I was like <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, why not then just be big? Yeah. And it's an interesting thought because really being big, I think, mm-hmm. is kind of like, why not just be you? Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, express yourself and do the things that you want to do. So I think I started taking more of that mentality into everything. And then, you know, you have these fears, they pop into your head and you're like, you know what? But like, I still think I can do this big thing and I want to do it. And that's probably you know, not only going to feel better for me, but if anything, if anything, people generally, people will look at that and go like, Oh wow. And like the kind of the response from being overseas and, and booking something big overseas has been like, like, that's amazing. Like Mm, that mm. from people here and even mates, like I was down at the local footy club down at Red Hill footy club on the weekend. And I kind of feel myself going shrinking a bit because I don't want to come across as Mm. the, Mm -hmm. um, braggadocious. Yeah. Is that a word yet? Yeah, bra- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Donald yeah, Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Put that in there. That's a Trumpism. Braggadocious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to come. I don't want to come across <laughs> braggadocious. Um, it's uh, a great word. Yeah. Is I it think, is it completely made up or it ex- it exists? It's ninety seven. It's ninety seven. Is braggadocious? Is that a thing or no? It's a Trumpism for sure. This is real as his hair. No, I think it's. I think it's actually in the. It's in the Cambridge Dictionary. So. Okay, what is it actually? Oh, damn. What's the definition of braggadocious? Trump's got one over me. <laughs> <laughs> Praising yourself or speaking too proudly about your own achievements. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, damn. What, I, I mean, I remember hearing him say, it, and I thought, oh, he's making words up now. <laughs> so, so you go to the footy club? Yeah, and like I didn't want to come across like, oh, he. Th- same thing. Same old stuff. Like, full of himself and a tryhard and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and then you're chatting to just, you know, guys that you went to primary school with who are just like, oh, that's, that's insane that you've mm-hmm. been doing that. Like, that's mm-hmm. incredible. And, you know, you still cop the few little backhanded like jokes yeah. and whatnot, just like, oh, you're a big celebrity now, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like, oh, sometimes just like, oh God. But like yeah. that sort of stuff, I don't know, when you, when you own, same thing, when you're owning whatever it is, it's kind of a bit more water off a duck's back. How does, what, how does someone that you would look to that would handle themselves in a situation like that? What's the jewels that would walk in there big, but big doesn't mean you're saying I'm on a fucking Netflix show. Mm. 
fuck no, you. You no. know, like that doesn't mean that just being de- big doesn't mean defensive. that that's what you'll do. Going yeah. in, the, yeah. It's, but how did, and also, I like think the, it's just going in and kind of like letting those ideas of what you think people are thinking and what you think people are going to say, mm. let that go, and then just be present with people. And then I think, yeah, when, is it bringing focus on self when that happens? It's like me looking at somebody and I'm thinking about my face and what they could be thinking about what this is. It's like I'm totally fucking thinking mm-hmm. about me. I'm not thinking about them. Right. I'm not thinking, I wonder how they're feeling. Yeah, I yeah. wonder what their experience yeah. is think, in this moment. Yeah, and I think that that has happened a <clears> bit where I'm like, okay, I just feel super self-conscious right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, like, you know, a lot of the time in those conversations, because they're guys that, you know, guys and girls that I went to primary school with and high school and stuff, like I'm just as interested in what they've been up to. And then a lot of the... A lot of the conversation is kind of like, oh, but, you know, like, oh, I'm just living in Mount Eliza with, you know, and this is all I'm doing. And I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like everyone's on this kind of crazy journey. I I feel like it can be a defense mechanism sometimes to, like there's the other way too, which is uh, not being comfortable talking about yourself. So always pushing the other way of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm actually, I'm a closed book. And so then... It's a big head fuck, right? Because you're not clear it's on your because you, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're not clear on your own narrative. Because you're like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing next or whatever mm. it is. There's nothing wrong with yeah. being confident yeah. and just being like, yeah, like I've, mm. this is what I've been doing. Yeah, and that, maybe something else I've kind of observed in my sister. She's very good at that, like just being like, oh yeah, I've been working on this, and she's mm-hmm. happy to talk about it. Yeah. Whereas I think I've been a little bit more uncomfortable saying like, yeah, I'm on. I've been working on this massive show, Riverdale. Mm. Yeah, for that. And so is it like then do we need to reconcile an answer? Because it's almost like every time someone asks you, you're going to the bank to try and work out what the answer is Mm -hmm. versus if we've got our answer sort of dialed in, it becomes pretty easy. Like it becomes a lot easier, I guess. So maybe I should write a script. Yeah, but I don't don't think so. Maybe have it in your body, shelve it. it with an American accent. (laughs) Having having a tech platform. So, let's say business, a, a startup like Jules Lund mm-hmm. has Tribe. Yeah. It's a marketplace for influencers. You know, he has this pitch, right? Mm-hmm. It's also about the audience that you're speaking to. Because I think about me selling myself, it's all different contexts, right? Am, am I talking to my auntie's friend? So if your auntie's friend said, hey, tell me, what are you up to? Yeah, that, that's where I... What do you say? I get more rattled and, and more uncomfortable in those moments where I'm out of... Out of my audience, yeah. essentially. You because know? I don't even know what oh, the fuck a podcast yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. so then maybe it's like you mean. go back to your mates, right? Yeah. For you, you're in the business of selling your best self into casting agents, mm-hmm. into, you know, networks. So when you're in there and they say, Jules, what are you, you know, yeah. uh, maybe it's a different sell versus I, I get like that. When I go to a party, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I can't be fucked. Talking about that I've got this podcast and I've got yeah. this. I don't want to talk about that. Because we also fall into like justification mode, I feel like, as well. Because then it's yeah. like as soon as I talk about the podcast, they're like, oh, how's it going? Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah, Rubbish. it's good. It's like how many people, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you want to do that because it's easier. It's just interesting. We had our friend uh, Josh Pitterman on the show a few months back. He talked about these exact issues. He's someone who's traveled a bunch for work, but it's like the 
the people that rattle you, it's always like your mum's mate or whatever. Who's like at a cafe being like, you know, Susie. You, yeah, Susie. Susie. Susie just knows how to fucking, you know, yeah. she's at a cafe it's at so Q weird. and she, Susie just yeah, knows how to yeah. cut real fucking oh, deep. Cute little career, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, exactly. That little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your little acting career. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. Are you sure that podcast is going anywhere? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a lot of effort there. Seven days. Listen, Susie, what the <laughs> f- are you doing? Susie, what are you fucking doing every day? <laughs> uh, so being, being back in Melbourne, what are some of the things that you, uh, specifically Canada, how, long, how much time did you spend in Canada in total? Uh, it was about three years all up. Mm-hmm. I basically milked a two-year open work permit. Um, <laughs> I extended it a couple of times. Um, but, yeah, it was about three years all up. Um, came back a couple of times mm-hmm. over Christmas time. Um, what do they have right in Canada that you wish? I, I was when I was uh, not much, not much, really. No. When, I was, when, I was, no, when I was when I was twenty one, I actually applied for the green card lottery for the US. Oh yeah, but one of my main reasons. Did you get it? No, I didn't. Mm. I'm here. But you could have got it and stayed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could have done that as well. Giving up, you're, you're oh, traveling yeah. here. You're on holidays. What are you doing, Josh? Yeah. I'm on holidays in Australia. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. only here for seven months. Um, <laughs> no, but the the main reason in my head, which is not a reason to move to a different country, was Amazon Prime. I was just hearing stories of people fucking, you would just want deodorant, you could just order Dream it. Dream angels. Dream And so anyway, Amazon Prime. That's why you want to move yeah, to the States. And now Australia has Amazon Prime, so I'm fucking good. Oh, yeah. So it's all good. But what are, what are some of the things? I that, think you can order Whole Foods. Or you yeah, used to be able to. In the States, you can order Whole well, Foods. Well, Amazon bought Whole Foods. Yeah. Right. So it's probably. Do we I have could, Whole Foods? No, yeah, we don't. No, no. There's actually, never mind. Scratch that. Well, there's a trademark. Similar. Someone owns a trademark, so they can't get it. Uh, Can't get it here. Yeah, ah, suck. Uh, which is weird. It's crazy, isn't it? Because I I spoke mm. to a dude who was like business intelligence, like went mm. to South by Southwest, and he was saying, yeah, there's a trademark. I but mean, you wouldn't think that would be the reason. I get what for a whole saying. fucking company not to <laughs> go come there. here. I get you. were saying, Josh, there's things like in <laughs> living in Sydney, there is the the, the fucking Opera House. No, the 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 um, <laughs> Sydney Harbour Bridge. The pedestrian crossings, where you press the button, it goes red. Or green, mm. it gives you a countdown of how much longer yeah, you have. To oh, they've walk. got that in Vancouver. Okay, oh, really? That's good. That's, that's a right. We need that in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah the countdown. We need that in Melbourne. The, the countdown is great. It's yeah. so stupid that yeah. we don't have a countdown yeah. here. Yeah, it just goes from green to red, and then you're like, "Fuck, I'm in the middle of the street." I mean, yeah. we're worried about. I might get run over. It, were you here when they were? Everyone was. You Luckily, know, crossing this street over the crossroad, there was oh, a big sign one. that said "Give way to peds." Got the ped sign, but they don't have the fucking countdown. Get your priorities straight. So I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to die. He's going to give way to me." But think about how. How, how much space the give peds, give way to peds Huge. sign is it's versus big. account. It's big. How hard is it to fucking give us 15 to Okay, but here's an interesting thing because I was, um, for the longest time in Vancouver, I was like, great, I've still got four seconds. I can make that. I'll just sprint and I'm good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've got a countdown. Four, three, two, one. I'm already across the street. Then it was at some like, they had some police on a few corners for some like lock up for a street festival. And then... I started crossing the street thinking, oh, I've got still got 12 seconds. This cop's not going to give me a hard time. And he goes like, excuse me, sir, do you realize that uh, you were, as soon as the countdown starts, you're meant to n- not cross the street. Oh, what the yeah. fuck is the point of the countdown then? <laughs> what is the countdown? Well, apparently it's for drivers. Yeah. But hang on. Is that true? Yeah. So with the way that the law works. Bullshit. <laughs> the, <law's laughs> the way the law works. Okay, the law it, versus it like, how like people are doing it. person silhouette. If that sign, if that sign is showing, you're allowed to walk as soon as it starts counting down. That's you're supposed you're to not stay. meant to start. 
crossing yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've run across with like yeah. two I, seconds. I think that's the same here when it starts flashing. You're not meant to start mm. yeah. if you're halfway through. It's like, yeah, yeah sure, whatever. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, that's what I want. I'm so what, anything down. else? There, yeah, was there people anything else? Of this <laughs> who are traveling to Vancouver, <laughs> you oh, are yeah. now if, safe. If you're, walking, if you're walking in a city where you have access to the countdown, if you send a photo of the countdown with you walking across, we'll send you stickers. Yes. yes. Can we do that? Email. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Hi okay. at the dailytalkshow.com. Put your name and your address. You can address. feel the excitement building. Yeah, no, this, yeah. is, this is big, <laughs> big for us. This is big. big. We'll get the other stickers across soon anyway. I'm going to send Long this story. podcast to my mate Steve and he's going to get some stickers. <laughs> <laughs> and so what other, what other things in Canada do they have right that we, should, we need in, in all Melbourne? I, all I can think about stu- is stuff that Melbourne's got right over Canada because I just went to a, you know, a cafe, Melbourne cafe, <laughs> and... The coffee's incredible. The mm. food's incredible. And like that sort of stuff's just starting to come into Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, um, 3D Dill's blown away. Spent a lot I of money com- on coffee here. I completely agree. Yeah. I completely but what, agree. one yeah, thing that yeah. I like. Oh, yeah. Your whole budget goes on smashed avo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the thing with the, the US that I like, which is very backwards, but I like it, is they're very loose when it comes to like plastic sippy drink, like water. Like you can oh, just... Yeah. Like takeaway, they'll give you a big str- like a straw, and, and you can just be drinking water. Mate, I went up to Starbucks you, you and I like had that. I had yeah. a plastic cup, which is I was bad. Like, oh, I was, can I just have a? Can you just refill that? She's oh, don't worry, sweetheart. And she throws the thing into the bin and just pulls up another one. I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't need more plastic. Oh yeah, like is this in the states? In the states, yeah, that yeah was in I think Hollywood. The states, yeah. I mean, I think they're a bit behind when it comes to recycling. Oh yeah, yeah. Just that's what I was surprised. Straws and stuff. They've just started doing that. Where stuff. is um. LA is also its own little ecosystem compared yeah, yeah. to the rest of the country too. Like yeah. I think in LA, it's just like, oh, no, you do not use plastic straws, mm. whereas probably the rest of the country, rest of the 340 million people yeah, yeah. are probably pretty straw happy. It's a different ballgame. We've got 24 million here or something like that, 27 straws? million. Straws? No, Australians. <laughs> Australians or pe- two straws people within person. Australia. So we call them? In comparison. <laughs> no, we call them straws now. No, there was um, in Munich... They're like super, super strict. Well, that's right. You it. wanted to take away. No, I, I ordered, we ordered takeaway and then we're like, oh, might as well we'll just sit in. And mm. then like the most German experience I've ever had is them coming up to me and telling, telling us off and saying, oh, we actually don't have a permit. Like the way the permits are set up is that if you get takeaway like um, cutlery and stuff or like a, it's mm. like a salad in a takeaway container. Yeah. You have to have it out. You can't yeah. sit in. I think oh, it's a good right. rule because you a lot of is good. You can't just change your mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I change my mind all the time. Yeah. And a lot of people, though, you've oh. worked in cafes. They get, and I used to be an offender of this, but years ago, get coffees in takeaway Take cups ta- because yeah. they were hotter. I've, I just fucking ended up going back to glass. I just like I'll have a glass and smash it. Yeah. Quickly, you would have done a lot of. Hot, strong lattes in cafes in in um to take away and then people away, are, and then people have drunk but them. Sit there. They in. sit there on purpose, so they're yeah. just like the takeaway cup. Yeah, I didn't get offended though. Nah, I I, I never <laughs> offended myself over it. It's I just upsetting. stopped doing it. But then I now there's a. I, I mean, Josh posted I, I a fucking do. photo of him drinking a takeaway coffee yeah. once, and this and guy called just, him out. Yeah, I got called oh, out. What? what yeah. Someone working there or just no a, no no just a just, just a, a random. patron. Yeah yeah. A patron of. Hey mate, what do you think I, you're doing with that takeaway <laughs> coffee and sitting there? You're taking someone's seat. I know. Well, no, it was. I was. I took away the. Yeah, cu- fuck off, mate. You can't even. T- <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I needed you there. I mean, talking about cafes before we went on. Where's air, common sense gone? You were. Yeah. Um, you were. You're known as. Uh, I was going to say gossip girl, but you you have. Uh, 
first-hand knowledge of a love uh, story. The, oh. the Andy. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Well, yeah. I, I mean, working I, at Patch Cafe. I've heard this a few times because it's. Have you? Um, well, from you've heard it from the perspective of. Tommy D. Tommy D. Yeah. yeah, Tommy D. But was Tommy D there that day? Well, I don't know. Can you? Because I, I think I, can't I don't know if he was there, but I definitely was there. Well, let's let's get it clear. It was at his cafe. <laughs> it was at his cafe, and he had the fucking show showstopper recipe locked yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. locking and, key. And, so and basically, so, long story short, the waffles <laughs> could Andy Lee couldn't resist patch waffles yeah. and found himself at Patch Cafe. So Andy Lee is. Mm-hmm. One uh, one half. Who's of, that? Who's uh, that? Uh, one half of uh, one of the greatest comedy <laughs> duos in mm-hmm. Australian history, Hamish and Andy. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, they are legends. Like, yeah. I love their podcast. Oh yeah. Well, we <laughs> asked him before he got here. Who he did you listen to podcasts? Podcast. And he said Hamish and Andy. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like a quintessential, and especially if you are it's living overseas and oh, stuff, and you're an Aussie. I was listening to their podcast traveling. Ten years ago, I remember mm. listening to it, and it just made me feel like you know, mm. kind of feels like connected home to me, connected to Australia. Yeah, yeah. And um, so you were working one day, and working, so, yeah. you can tell us. The well, story. well, Beck Harding was work, you know, working at Patch, mm. and uh, what happened? Basically, Andy had, I think, he'd come in a few times that week in within a short period of time. So you know, for the waffles. For the waffles. <laughs> the, the, the waffles are very good though. <laughs> um, but I would do Uber Eats. I was a beta tester for Uber Eats. So I got well, yeah. free. Yeah, but so, it wasn't the reason why you did them because you kept doing it after you got Yeah, well, they fucking hooked me, didn't they? But I got like a $200 <laughs> voucher and they're like, you can use it. And they used to have it where if the Uber Eats driver didn't come to your door, they would give a $20 credit. Yeah. The best part about oh, my apartment wow. block, there were no car parks. So those fuckers never could bring it to the door. And I said, so you accumulated a lot yeah. of money. So I got a lot of cash money. <laughs> Hence so why I, we're eating this banquet today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of water. <laughs> and so the um yeah, no, so I did have the waffles from from um, Patch using Uber Eats a lot. But anyway. You just want to be a part of the story. I like I like the waffles. Go on. Um yeah, what happened next? Basically, I mean, I'll I'll preface this by saying Beck's a legend as well. We were good mates working at Patch um, and and there was always a bit of banter. And I remember Andy came in and he was on his laptop probably doing some work and um, she was serving him. And I remember I was just sort of giving her a bit of stick saying like, you know, I think he's flirting with you. Mm-mm. And she was like, no. Like, I don't know if you met Beck, but she's just like, no. Like, I remember her being at Patch. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, awesome girl. And was just like, no way. Like, no, no. And then um, I was like, yes, he is. And then basically, yeah, he left her a note. Mm. And I was like, oh, did he give you his phone number? And she opens it and it was a little message and it was his email. Well played. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> I think it's a great, it's a great and that, Now, is, now great. is that a power move? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a power move. I think it's like, it's a bit quirky. It's <laughs> a bit, it's, 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 it's not my phone number, but yeah. if you Really want to get in contact? It's my hotmail. <laughs> Did you look at the? Was it a hotmail? I can't remember. Let's for the purpose of the story, it was a hotmail. Yeah, no, it was Andy at Hamish and Andy, definitely. just in case she didn't know. <laughs> but I, I it was Hamish like... at gmail.com. <laughs> you know, it was info at hamishandandy.com. Just send it there. We'll get to one of us. Finance. The receptionist <laughs> will set up a date. No, but I feel like the and they've been together ever since. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. The um, that's... the email does work. I mean, but how? Do, <laughs> I mean, the the dating scene nowadays. Like, do people even? We did a whole uh, bit with uh, Mister Ninety Seven looking for love, 
And there wasn't even phone numbers involved. It was all Instagram DMs oh, and, and shit like that. Yeah. I think you could get pretty far Instagram's, down a relationship. Instagram's a new Tinder. Mm. Yeah. I, I like meeting somebody in real life as how I've, you know, how I start mm. start a relationship. When did, you meet, when did you meet Amy? I met her in Bali in, in 2014, 15. Yeah. Yeah. That was before the internet. I mean, there was, just, yeah, it was, I just happened to have a chance encounter mm. with her. So, and then my previous girlfriends I met, I've never met. I mean, it was never, all pre-Tinder anyway. It was all, yeah, it was all pre-Tinder. Tinder, right, yeah, when yeah. I was still signal just before I met, I was on mm. Tinder a little bit, but nothing. I could, I like could having, you log in? If could we log in to see what the bio is? Would it keep it? Or can you not I log ne- in? Nah, I would. I wouldn't have ever done it. I'm not the kind of guy to put a to bio. Put a bio? Nah. What would you do? You don't put a bio on your. T- I don't on think your, I would have. Well, just one photo, just the ultimate. No, sort it just peacock. pulls your photos from Facebook. Or you Insta. need a bio. You but need. Okay. It was so early here's days. The problem. It was early here's days. the problem. Are you single, Jill? Yeah. Jill? But, you are. Yes, but here's the problem with not putting a bio. There's so many fake people on those yeah. things. Look, that... I, it's it's different days. I mean, you want to do it now. I'm not... <laughs> man, what's the, your bio? Like? I don't know if this is going to work for you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned. Glad I don't need that that's shit cr- anymore, to be yeah. honest. Fuck. No, no, if you're on Tinder, that's okay. I can't be fucked thinking about dating ever again. <laughs> I'm not, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, are you on Tinder or no? No. What about We've... if you just peacock, go on with uh, Elia? Just clips just the, from the show. The show. <laughs> <laughs> people just go like, you, that's not. You're, yeah, yeah. Who's this? Yeah. I mean, or they don't know. Have you have you tried many of the dating apps or? <laughs> uh, yeah, that I was tried. a serious question. <laughs> no, I remember getting Tinder when it first came out, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, this is a great idea." Mm. And then it just like spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, no, I find it a bit like kind of whenever I have gone back on there, I'm just like, I, as soon as I have mm. a conversation with more than one person, I'm like, "Oh, this." I don't. I can't really keep up. Oh, it with, gets confusing. Yeah. Get, uh, yeah. And and I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather just make it simple. And but yeah. But, but, I, but I, I think like what's happening nowadays is like people are on you know Tinder and then Instagram and then struggling to connect or approach people mm. just in a cafe via like a la Andy Lee, mm. which you know I I think you don't want to be you don't want to be relying on social media and on Tinder, yeah. not that it's wrong, but just like you still need to be able to develop the skill to just go and approach someone. And so you yeah. do that? Are you, are you one day. to be yeah. at, a, at a cafe? Would you well, go <laughs> Oh, my God. If anyone who knows me is listening to this, they're like, go on, tell the truth. I, I just get chatting to people. I've met people on the bus, on, mm-hmm. you know, at like train stations. And I think that's just mm-hmm. like maybe from being in hospitality and yeah. traveling a lot and in, in like industries where you meet so many new people Almost daily, sometimes mm. you can kind of just get chatting to any anyone at any point in time. What time of day on the bus? Day. Yeah. What time of day? Because oh, I feel matter. like Mr. Ninety Seven catches. Yeah, Mr. Ninety Seven catches the bus like end of day and start of day. Do you ever fall in love on the bus? No, I haven't yet. But visually, he's not saying you've legitimately. Yeah, fallen like in love. it's like as seeing, in like you're like whoa, I'm in love with that person yeah, across I, there, and I the see, chances of me actually getting a conversation going are very slim. Uh, no, I'm not. Depends not, on the bus line. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely. Mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that sometimes happens. Yeah. Like the Frankston line's probably a trickier <laughs> train than <laughs> most. I mean, he's coming from Baldwin. It's lovely out there. Baldwin yeah. is Baldwin a good train? 
I mean, it's a yeah, nice, it's a good nice bus. Nice it's a nice bus suburb. Ride. Nice, nice bus ride in. I mean, yeah. he, you're just yeah. you're just focusing on the show, aren't you? He's very focused on <laughs> yeah. helping. He's always listening to audio books. Sending you the website login this morning. True. True. Why were you logging into the website? Changed my bio. There was a mistake. Didn't. What was the mistake? It was just a few little spelling things. What do you mean? Changed up a bit, little bits and bobs. Nothing bad. Oh. You didn't run that by. Yeah, you didn't run it by me, <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, no, at least I you're doing your bio. Of, I changed my I changed my icon photo. Did as you well clear on the, the cache? Didn't clear the cache. Yeah. Was that, that you changed your eye color? Icon photo. Oh, <laughs> you'll be, you'll, 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 yeah, blue. You're going to Jules have a bio on our website. Yeah, you go to the dailytalkshow.com and there's a, a thing where you click guests. And oh then yeah, you'll see you pop up. Oh and cool, then, who's writing that? Uh, that would be 3D I'll be deal. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Right. Yeah, um, have you had any weird inboxes on Insta since you started on Riverdale? Because I've seen your your Instagrams popped. Yeah, a bit. Um, Instagram's on heat. Yeah, it's on heat. <laughs> it's definitely gotten warmer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Any weird ones? That you yeah. Can, you can share. Um, I think because I, I, we we um we're filming a video series with Tully Smythe. Who was on Big Brother? She's you know a well-known influencer in Melbourne, and some oh, yeah. of the st- we couldn't actually put them into the video. Yeah, dick pics. Yeah, dude, dick pics. Some of the shit she's been asked on Instagram. Oh yeah, like exchange for money stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm someone offered what, what was a quarter quarter oh. of a million dollars for a porno. Full on. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, I haven't had that one. Yet. I mean, but no, but I think what I think there's a difference in. Male women, and female. Women yeah. approaching yeah. men. I don't think Look, I it think, seems like a sick think, male thing. I think to for do. the for the most part, um, most of the people that have jumped on my Instagram are Riverdale fans mm. and they're they're fan accounts. So oh, okay, yeah. So they're not you can't even see what they look sure. what they look like. I can tell you they're twelve. Yeah. <laughs> are they all doing and memes and shit? Are they all like creating yeah. have, how many times have you been turned into a meme, do you think? What's your favorite meme of yourself a lot. in character? Well, it's not necessarily a meme. What they do a lot is edits. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we yeah. had and, uh and Lucy. Um, Lucy yeah. who uh, worked out of she was doing work experience. Yeah, for she's you. sixteen year old, but she was obsessed with Stranger Things. Yeah. And there's like this swirling, it's like all this fucking after yeah, effects. But, okay. like, so the video yeah. the video edits are interesting. Yeah. And um yeah, I mean, they're just kids getting creative too, but yeah. it's a with the show it's a bit obsessive, but yeah, it'll be just like your your pictures and then they've just taken the pictures and it'll just be like different like fade two of the next picture yeah, yeah. and a different song that usually has like a pretty heavy bass line so it's oh, like yeah. do do and it's yeah, just yeah. like sounds great some on the screamo iPhone. thing <laughs> or like yeah like dubstep and do 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 and it's like Face to the next picture. They're creating your next yeah. post. It's fucking brilliant. Don't have to I worry mean, about your next social post. Well, how often doing, are you they're responding? Doing, they're doing the PR for you. How often do you, uh, if someone DMs you and you don't know them, will you actually write back? For a little while, I was actually writing a lot of people back because mm-hmm. I just thought like it's, um, I don't know. I was like, oh, I should probably try and work at this. Have you got your phone on you? Can we have a look? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, mine's a sad state of affairs. I've got no um, one. Okay. Please reach out. <laughs> Please DM but me with creepy stuff. The best one is the, um, what's it, the message requests. Because that's yes. where the. Well, yeah. Of, so that's where. How many so, messages? Oh, geez. He's got 99 plus requests in here. <laughs> wow, wait. Mate. So, okay. So the first bunch that I can see, they're all group, like they've created a group chat. To mm-hmm. get you into the group. So let's have a look at a group chat. This is the latest one. And it's, a lot of okay, emojis. So it's, it's 29, oh, 29 people. people. And then they've put in there like the top, like 
KJ's in there, Camilla's in there, like a bunch of the actors from the show mm -hmm. and then a bunch of the fan accounts. Oh, wow. And so then they just message you. Sometimes it's in Russian. Sometimes it's in like what, What's this one Spanish. say? Just read it. Are you on fire? This is your agent. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say are you on fire? Julian is so hot right now. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're just chatting. What does that say? All? Look, they're chatting to each other and then. This is weird, man. How? Like, I wonder how old just these kids are. Well, they're kids. Do people come <laughs> up and get asked for selfies? Um, not really. Mm -hmm. I, I've only you've been had it though. You've had just it a couple of times. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, one time at the airport. Can I have a look? Can I have a little browse? This is what I what love. Do wanna, to, what, what do you want to look at? I just wanted to. Slightly this is what I love. I saw Jules looking a little bit. Jules, Jules, like I'm getting more and more nervous. Well, I've done a few videos that went viral on LinkedIn or whatever, but and I got a bunch of people messaging me. Not many. I said Jules Lund, who's a friend who has a tech company, he was on Getaway and stuff, and he's quite big on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I said, can I just have your phone so you go through your LinkedIn message? He's like, dude, you should have seen the amount. Mm -hmm. You should have seen the amount of garbage. Wow, they are all group. Here's one. I very, very love you. Here we go. Uh, Rival. <laughs> This is, wow, this is some good. of them are. They a lot are. of the time they apologize for their English because they might be like using Google Translate and they might be writing from Ukraine or somewhere. Oh, this is, received a letter. Hi, bro. I really enjoyed your acting game in Riverdale and I hope you'll be there again. I wish you a beautiful day. Kisses from Poland. Oh, I mean, cool. that's nice. Poland. Have you been to Poland? Poland's nice. Um, yet to go to to Poland. Hi. Mm, wouldn't mind cool. going to Warsaw. Yeah. You, you might yeah, not see this, really city, nice. but I like your character in Riverdale and I hope you're in season four. Oh, I thanks. mean, so does Julian. <laughs> who, who said that? <laughs> Just uh, Riverdale edits. Thank you, Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. Thank you, Riverdale There's edits. Of, I mean, fuck. It'd be it would take full. Well, it'd be thing. full time job getting ripped back. To that <laughs> yeah. Shit. No, yeah. I mean, Can I just I, show. I just want to show the screen. Just here, look. look at all yeah. those. You won't see the details. Just all of those. All of those. There's a lot there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. A lot of it's um, actually just like really positive. Just like yeah. Hey, it usually starts with hey. You'll probably never see this. Mm. But and but you you are believe and achieve, it. guys. Believe and achieve. You are looking at. Have it. you ever written to a celebrity before? Have I? Yeah. Yes. Have. have they got back to you? No. Oh, yes. Who? Um, Jason David Frank. What's his name? Jason David Frank. The the original white green Power Ranger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote to him on Instagram and he's got a lot of followers. Does he? Yeah. How many? Like probably, I don't know, 500,000 maybe. I could I imagine know. you being a Power Ranger. Thanks. I want to be. Definitely. Yeah. Is that actually like a... I grew up... Wanting to be a Pamja for sure. The original the red one. How old are you? 88, you were born? 30. 90. Yeah, so yeah, same, yeah. same age. I mean, uh, on IMDb, I think it's said tough 91. Tough to play a teenager. Nah. I, I might, I don't know, no, I might be a teenager it. in this show. <laughs> how old are you meant to be in Riverdale? I don't know. I've had discussions with different people from the show and they're like, yeah, yeah I, we guess he's about 19. Yeah, I mean, you've got that, you've got that chiseled draw and when some, I, when some I, of the best hair in Hollywood. Thanks, mate. <laughs> when I shave. I look a lot younger. Yeah, so. yeah. Is that you shaving now or no? No. No. no, no going like clean little, shave. That, full, yeah, clean shave. This, 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 this is Josh. This is Josh. Is that a full yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is me shaving. This is uh, this is half an hour with a neck beard. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's uh, impressive. I want to look up uh, the original Power Ranger now. <laughs> yeah, we need to find Did you get any information on that? Jason David Frank, 500K followers. Yeah. There oh, we go. Bang. What's his bio? Shit, so? I know him way too well. That's out of two. I should have said 400,000. Click link to watch. Legend of the White Dragon. That was the Power Rangers movie? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that is a new thing that he's doing yeah. where it's like probably fan, not fan Crowd funded. Sort of, yeah, crowd funded stuff. He does everything mm. and he's, they still get him back on the show. Like that show's still being made. Really? Power yes. Rangers? It never stopped. What? It never stopped. They what channel's it on? 
if I don't know if it, I don't know if we've got it here. It's a, like there's a million seasons of it on Netflix. Really? If you were to check it out, and he's mm. been on like six or seven of the seasons. That's great. He just never stopped. I should and, and and he's also known as kind of like the Comic Con God because like oh, yeah. he goes he goes to all of those things, and it's almost like his full time gig. Mm. And the cues to get his signature are just massive. Mm. And oh yeah, we should pull up the DM that I sent him. And and he, so he got back to you. Have you ever, Josh, reached uh, out to uh, well, somebody other than Seth Godin? Oh, you know who I tweeted, Doctor Chris, Doctor no, Doctor Chris Brown. No, not Doctor Chris Brown. <laughs> um, fuck, uh, the Chris guy Brown? from Embarrassing Bodies. Ah, yeah, the um, English Dr. guy. Chris, I think it's Doctor Chris. Oh <laughs> man. Okay, so I wrote him quite a long message. Here we go. Oh no, read it out. I don't want to read it. When, when was this? When was this? April. Oh, it doesn't say the year, but I. It was I, probably this year. I would probably say about. No? Four years ago. Okay. okay, that's important, I think. And then, yeah, You're so a I, just, person. I just wrote like, hey, Jason, just wanted to say thanks for being one of my childhood heroes. I'm actually <laughs> an actor now. This is nice. Had an audition for Power Rangers, which would be an, a dream come true. Um, and then just said like, I love your attitude towards your career. Um, I hope they bring you back in some kind of role, evil, evil role. Um, and then I, I said, honestly... <laughs> Honestly, the original Power Rangers movie is way better than the new one. <laughs> the moment when you when you say "Welcome to my nightmare," then start kicking ass with the staff was the best moment ever. Uh, see, it's always quite a long message. It's actually across two messages. You hit it the is, limit. I it think. Is. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how much. Um, what is it? People behind the franchise don't see there's a market for an older demographic, which I think is true. Yeah, you're and on fire. <laughs> that, that, and then, because did, did you see the, they did like a trailer with James Vanderbeek? No. We're, okay, not, well we're then, not across all this. Sorry. I, yeah. This I'm, is good. You can I'm actually really showing my nerves. Power Rangers self. podcast. You can yeah, probably you start could, the first one. I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a huge, crazy I'm, I'm I mean, kind of looking at like <laughs> As he reads. And then I wrote like that dark trailer that came out with James Vanderbeek was epic. I uh, hope they can see that that, um, hope they can see that and make something for the big kids out there. My uh, my sister met you at Comic Con book convention once, um, and she apparently got to skip the line because she'd like because she was working at it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, she got me she got me a, a, a signed picture of the Power Rangers from the movie. So that was and what did, he say? Then, what did he say? So he just wrote this. Thanks you, and Thanks then three you. fists. Three fists. That's what you'd expect from a Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He still does a lot of Kung Fu type stuff. Yeah. That's great. Well, hopefully next time we get you back, you'll be in a full Power Ranger outfit. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Should have I, you got any I, cool I'm auditions? Happy to. That, you, that you're doing? Um, Is that how it works? Like are you, you I guess you could you be in stages. You know the show or the, you could, I don't know. Uh, we don't understand how it works. Mate. Is that, a, um, is that a thing? I don't know if like to the level of, yeah, what you're meant to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But to just ruin everything. Um. No, what's some? Yeah, I mean, like that. Like, do you know the, the show? Did you know it was Riverdale that you? I mean, you obviously. Yeah, know. you know when you're going in for like what show you're going in for mm. or what movie you're going in for. Mm. Commercials, they generally do like a. Just say it's like in Vancouver, you're going up for like Coca-Cola. It'll be it'll be like you're going up for Project Space Cadet or something. It's got a code name. Oh, really? Yeah, and then you find out. When you get there, yeah. What if you're like, I don't drink Coke. I don't want this job. <laughs> they're probably not I'm gonna. A, they're probably not gonna hire you. I'm a Pepsi guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Riverdale. Riverdale was a bit of a funny story. How I got that one. Um, yeah, I knew I was going up for it, but I thought it was a smaller role, basically. Mm. So I didn't make too much of it. But I also, when I first got to Vancouver, I knew that it was kind of a 
a big deal that it was happening and that it was shooting there because mm. of the Archie comics and there were the characters and everything. Um, and so I kind of, I kind of felt like, oh yeah, like at some point it'd be nice to get an audition for that. Um, and then basically what happened was two days before I had an audition through the same casting director mm. for a show called Arrow, which is a DC show, superhero type show. And um, it was for a cop and on the top, on, like on my breakdown, it said that I was going in for um, cop one and cop two. And so then I learned both sets of lines so I could perform it both mm -hmm. ways in the audition. And basically I did, I did the audition as cop one. And then the casting director was like, oh, that's great. Um, and I was like, okay, do you, want to, do you want me to do cop two now? And he's like, oh, no, you'll see at the top of the script, it says just do cop one. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep. Sorry. Fair enough. Yep. And I was just like, oh, shouldn't have put in all that work to <laughs> learn those lines. And then I booked it, found out I booked it and I was pumped. I was just like, yes, this was kind of the biggest thing I'd done so far was mm -hmm. like a full scene on a show. Um, is this the one where you got hit in the face? Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, Arrow killed me. Uh -huh. he he's a badass. He's absolutely badass. He wanted his information and then he threw me into a wall. Yeah. And I'm did pretty sure that Did you do that, that stunt? Um, no. No. Oh. I, so, did, I did the bit where I, I kind of did actually because mm -hmm. um, they had to have a stunt coordinator in there and like showing how he was going to throw me into the first wall because yeah. like he kind of fronts me into the wall like mm. that and then, um, and then throws me across the room mm. into another wall. So I didn't do the bit where I get hit and die, mm -hmm. um, but I did the first bit where he slammed me into a wall. Um, and so that was pretty cool because like each time, each take, the stunt guy kept coming up to me and being like, can he, can he throw you a bit harder on this take? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. <laughs> yeah. And then the take we used, I don't think I really had to act because I was like, he, threw but he really yeah. gave it. Um, yeah, that was awesome fun. That was, that was a crazy week because I did that. Um, I was on Riverdale on the Monday Arrow on the Tuesday, back on Riverdale, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm. And I was like, I remember checking in with myself and just being like, okay, this is not a normal week for you. Just yeah. remember that. Like so next the week, week, the week next before week, you had nothing. Shit. Next week, yeah, next week you got nothing on. Okay, so just check yourself this week. Um, yeah, but then the Riverdale thing, I um, I basically, I got th that next day, I got this audition for Riverdale for the, for the following day and I saw the script and it said on the breakdown, um, that I was going up for pseudo one. And then on the script, basically there was five of us younger guys that were like sons of mob families mm. and we were the suitors and we were meant to go in and give Veronica a business pitch mm -hmm. kind of thing. And they were all one lines, but what they'd done was scribble out the, the number and just put pseudo one. So then in the audition, you just run all those lines together. Um, and then, yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. And went into the audition and did a pretty good job, I thought. And the casting director was like, okay, that was great. And then at the, at the bottom of the page, there was a there was another character that said Elio and a few lines and stuff. And I didn't realize, because it didn't say in my breakdown that I was going for that character. Yeah. And after the experience I had the day before with the cops, I was like, okay, don't bother looking at that. Like uh -huh. I, looked, I looked at it once <clears throat> yeah. and just thought like, oh, if there's any information here, that's mm -hmm. great. But just looked at once. And then in the audition, did it. And then they were like, okay, good. Are you good to do the, the Elio lines? Yeah. And I was like, um, I actually haven't looked at that. Uh, you said that. Yeah. I know. Do you I mind? mean, that's the right thing to do. Right? Do you mind? Otherwise. 
Well, because I, 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 really ha- I really yeah. hadn't. Yeah. Just fucking complete improv. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. You, you just yeah, you got to go with the truth. Yeah. And um, I was just like, can I take five minutes? They're like, oh, yeah, of course. And I went outside and my um, my acting teacher over there was great. She she gave us a few like rules of thumb to always sort of live by. Rule number one. Come back with cash. It smooths the deal. Yeah, rule number one, don't panic. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, don't panic. Just focus. And I just read through it a couple of times and I was like, I reckon I got this. Mm. And I, I was like, went back in there and honestly, it was one of the best auditions I've ever done. Mm. It was really weird. I just didn't, I just completely relaxed and just thought about what I was saying. And casting director was like, that was great. And then, yeah, the next day got the, got the call up. You got it. And I was, I'm always in a cafe whenever I get confirmed for these things. And yeah. I'm just like, Crying and punching the, punching, <laughs> punching the air. Just and handing out your email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just hope there's someone that's been filming it all for a montage at like yeah. the end of your career. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, someone will cut it together. Yeah. Do you guys and, want to cut that together? Yeah, we will if you got the footage. Um, did you, how long from that time that you get the phone call to the time that you're actually on set doing it, your thing? I think it was about a week and a half. Fuck, it's pretty quick, isn't it? Mm. It's really fast. If you do have to get your top off, uh, do they ask you to take it off in the audition? Uh, with acting, very rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, modeling, they'll just be like, "Get your gear off." Mm-hmm. But yeah, with with acting, I think it's kind of they're all, just hoping. They're just being like, "Yeah, I hope, reckon he's gonna hope he's ready." Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. So with acting is like, whatever job you get, you you have to assume that you are in the perfect place at the perfect time, and you as a person in that moment is right. Because what's what else like? I don't think that way. Well, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't <laughs> get it, to worry about. <laughs> but if you don't get it, what's the other? I mean, that's the optimistic view of it. If I don't get it, look, I wasn't right for that mm-hmm. in this moment. It wasn't right for me in this yeah. moment. Yeah, I think I think when I oh well, in a way, there's sort of less rejection with with acting compared to modeling. Like with modeling, a lot of the time it's kind of pretty direct. Like they'll just be like, oh yeah, don't know if that like their specific clothing fits mm. perfectly well or you mm. kind of get a bit of a sense of that or just like you hear back really quickly. Um, and I think I was used to like with modeling for years, I had that experience of kind of pretty, pretty like, yeah. I remember one lady in in, um, in Europe saying like, oh, you've been eating. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like shrewdies, mum. And, and she was right. I had been eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had gotten a little bit bigger because yeah. I was just decided I don't want to be this skinny ripped like small person anymore. Yeah. I want to actually just train and eat and not worry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, when you have that experience of that kind mm. of thing where you could just start hating yourself, I was just like, no, like this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, I don't know, you used to like, you've copped that kind of rejection and feedback. So then with acting, um, you just rock up to the audition. And then I think what people struggle with most is just, you don't hear back, mm. you know? So it's not really rejection. It, it's not someone, someone isn't call, your agent isn't calling yeah. you up and being like, hey, mate, um, just letting you know, like that audition, you you didn't get that. Yeah. Does that mean you don't get closure? You, nah, yeah. you're, you, you don't get called. I think it's trickier when it comes to like a lot of really, really big roles. Um, like my sister was like when they're testing for stuff mm. and you go into the studios and, you know, they basically get you to act stuff out and you're opposite 
the other star on the movie or Is whatever. That after auditions? After auditions. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister tested for the Spider-Man with um, Andrew Garfield. Mm. So they, you know, they went with Emma Stone. Um, so I was like, you can't be too disappointed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was a pretty famous person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's where I think the rejection is probably the hardest oh. because you've put in so much effort. You've gone in and you've done, um, you know, these kind of like character reads and chemistry reads and stuff. And then you hear they went with someone else. Mm. I think that's that's probably the toughest ones to get knocked back on. But um, oh, it'd rattle you. I mm. think it, I think it would rattle you for the modelling stuff. Do yeah. you have any anti bloating techniques? Because I've tried <laughs> apple cider vinegar and I still oh, feel really? like a fucking blob the next day. It doesn't bloated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop yeah, eating shit. Are you, yeah. are you gluten intolerant? I just eat a lot of uh, peanut butter toast. Mate, anyone's gluten intolerant. No, but, uh, peanut toast is no, so surely, good, isn't there like? There's no bloating. That's not a thing. Yeah, it's called not eating well. I, it's called yeah. vegetables. No, but it doesn't have to be like the day before. It's like, okay, I need to fucking oh. like a fighter or something. Yeah, and yeah, cut. yeah. No, well, actually. Like a bodybuilder. Like okay, a, what, some, what some of the boys were doing on Riverdale. Yeah, there we go. Thank the, you. Before the. Sh- yeah, he's See, like, yeah, here's what he a, wanted. Yeah, this is what I wanted. He's fishing for it. And I found it. Yeah. No, what are you talking about? It doesn't exist, but the boys do it. The boys. The boys. What are the boys doing? Uh. What some of the guys have been doing the is guys, um, the guys. dehydrating. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Unintentionally, uh, is that really is that the thing? Yeah. Um. To to yeah, because KJ's been doing a lot of boxing scenes. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I don't think he really does it. He just tries to stay in shape. But um, Mark Consuelos, who plays um, Veronica's dad, he. Uh, he had to be shirtless in some of the scenes in the in the steam room mm-hmm. with me, and he was just jacked and ripped. Mm. Um, and yeah, and he was talking about how he was yeah dehydrating himself to look more ripped and everything. It's like it's what bodybuilders do. But yeah. I will say there is so six, eight, twelve fucking years of training before yeah, sure. that. Then you go. But I'm not asking I'm gonna for dehydrate that. For I just a wanted to feel oh, yeah, nicer. Also, in my also yeah, you're not going to look that shredded if you just like you've just been eating whatever yeah. for weeks <laughs> and not training, years. and then you don't drink water. That's <laughs> yeah. not going to. That isn't how you, it works. You need you to re- add the apple side of it. You refer to bodybuilders is because they've been doing this systemized. <laughs> training for the past yeah. six, eight but months. What does happen? It's I'm curious as how much how fat I am versus how <laughs> no, 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 no. I am. fat doesn't change in those days. That's I, the thing. It's not it's water. Dehydration is just water content okay. within your body. Yeah. It's it's nothing about losing fat. You don't lose fat. You don't lose you don't days. you don't lose fat. Yeah, but I but wonder if, how much maybe it's like I'm severely bloated. <laughs> I I Let's ate. let him think that. Yeah, yeah, but you, you were actually <laughs> no, no. But I stopped eating. Like if we, if you got off carbs and sugar mm. for a good eight weeks, you just you feel slimmer. But and also, that is the less be, blo- there's yeah. less bloat because you're drinking more water. And also, you're also, I found just being in Australia. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I think I feel less bloated in I'm general. Less bloated. Just eating. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's mum's cooking. It's probably mum's cooking. Do you eat a lot of pizza? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely that. But don't have sushi. Do you do sushi? Um, I do like sushi. Mm, a lot like, of hidden. Maybe cut. maybe just cut back on you know. Yeah, maybe make just, maybe make pizza a treat food. Yeah. The, the, I agree. The do you do cheat days? Do I do cheat days? Yeah. I think it, I kind of cheat every day. <laughs> I had violet crumbles yesterday. Did you? Oh, really? Fuck. Love, He's love living the life. Why, of, out of all it. fucking chocolates, would you choose violet crumbles? <laughs> 
You guys are talking like I'm shredded right now. I'm not yes. exactly <laughs> shredded at the Doesn't moment. No, but uh, I mean, yeah. The, the Violet Crumble, like just on that, you've thrown a complete curveball with the Violet Crumble thing. Have I distracted you with the Violet well, no, Crumble? No, Crunchies are a lot better than Violet Crumbles, would What's you not say? In Violet my defense, crumbles, my sister bought them. So. The, the honeycomb, it's just too dense and quite, like it's sickening. To be honest, anyone who has an opinion on this. <laughs> yeah. Too sugary. Yeah, <laughs> too sugary. No, I think too much honey in a violet crumble <laughs> no. as you opposed know, to a do you know honey, not enough chalk. Not enough chalk. Do you know where violet crumbles end up going? The the ones that are all yes into birdie beetles. Birdie beetles at Melbourne Show. Oh yeah, I mean they sell them <laughs> elsewhere. But do they? No, yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah. You can, buy you can get birdie beetles, dude. We could get birdie beetles. There's like lolly shops that sell birdie beetles. Are you saying you think they are you think you only, only find exclusively at, at the Melbourne, Melbourne Show in a bag? They only do them once a year. It's an sevens all over it. I mean, that's a good fact if it is. It makes sense. Isn't Take the all- concept of a show bag a funny one? We're just going to stuff in a bunch of candy and some toys yeah. and sell it for too much. Show bag. I love show bag. <laughs> it was almost, it was a way show to. Bag. It, it was That'll a That will be $25, thanks. Yeah. yeah. You would have done the Power Rangers show bag though. I'm sure I they probably, would have had one. I probably haven't. Yeah. yeah. It probably had like a, a mask that had a little rubber bit that snapped off because it was just stapled on. <laughs> yeah, Alibaba job. Did you find out the Birdie Beatles? Yeah, well, you can buy them from showbagshop.com.au. Still so, showbag. Okay. Yeah. Showbagshop.com.au, yeah. Surely. Subscriptions are $120. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of behind that subscription. <laughs> yeah. Fuck going to the Melbourne show <laughs> if you could just get the show bags delivered. 150 pack as well. Oh, yeah. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah. 150 bucks. 50 bucks. Oh, so you can just buy a box of Birdie Beetles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not bad. Should we invest, boys? Yeah. <laughs> Good investment, sound investment. Uh, Julian, mate, thanks for coming on the show. No Next worries. time, the Power Rangers, we'll make some waffles yeah. and we'll have a bunch of um, birdie beetles as I'll well. I'll bring the tapioca flour. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a daily talk show. Remember, go to thedailytalkshow.com. You can click through guests. You can see Julian's profile. You'll see what 3D Deal has written about him on there. Uh, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. If you want to send us an email, otherwise, tomorrow is Fat Fridays. We'll see you then. See you guys.